Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two, good, good, good. One, two, okay. As well, you got to see that one. You, you will like that one. I'm just Gentlemen, like studying his live. charisma, his ability to stay okay, in character. We are officially live. Wow, yes. David, with thank you. MSM Sapala, seven figure squad in the, house, in the house. Great to be here. With Gerard in the house. If Gerard's in the house, that means we're making progress with Mafia States of America. Guess who's exactly? Yeah, I, there you go. We're making I, progress. I'm, I'm, two hours of sleep was here at four nice. o'clock in the morning. This guy with was the guys. French pressing his own coffee <laughs> right here. French press. He tried to. I, he, I asked him for a cup. He tried to sell it to me for seven dollars. Well, save that money. That's capitalism at its finest. <laughs> the fact that he's taking a break today, him and Kai are doing a merch drop. Okay, I just want to let you know that there will be a surprise merch drop, which is gonna get you going crazy. Woo! I guarantee you're gonna crack up for for a fact. These guys went creative, so can't wait to see what it is. I went it signed. Uh, yeah, uh, you know what? You may get it signed. <laughs> you may get it signed. That is true. I'm you pretty may get sure it we can make that happen. I think we can make it happen. Are we, are we willing we to give any updates on the Mafia States? It's up to, up to uh, uh, the, the update has, uh, there's a few moving parts we got. A few moving parts we got, but I okay. can tell you uh, what it looks like right now. I watched an episode the other day. I'm sitting there with my dad, and I'm, I'm going through one of them. And Tico and Dylan are sitting there. And for 15 minutes, Michael and Sammy are going at it. It is absolutely Ooh. intense. I had to step away from the kids to go. And, and Dylan says, Daddy, isn't that Sammy? I said, yeah. Isn't that Sammy the boss? I said, how do you know him? Well, he was at the house, and I got a chance to talk to him. Because, Sammy, when they were in town for the podcast, mm -hmm. they stopped by the house. Of course. The, Dylan's memory is on oh, a whole different great. level. Anyway, so. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming on. We we had conversations with both Michael and Sammy. We got to get a couple things to get comfortable with. But at any moment, we may do a emergency podcast. And if we do an emergency podcast, folks, it's because we're either launching it or we have some major announcements about Mafia States of America. So hang tight. A lot of stuff is coming uh, uh, together. We have to give Paul the Unifier a, a lot of respect because he brought the whole team together. He brought the whole team together. <laughs> Rose is a rock star. Eric, oh, you, Eric, Mario, Rose, just Mario, yeah. great stuff. Seeing what's Maverick, happening. Maverick, Maverick, you're, 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 you're legendary when it comes to emergency calls, emergency conference calls, emergency yes, podcasts. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. You have probably more experience than anybody else with all the emergency calls that we host. Anyways, okay, so let's get into it. We got a lot of topics. We yes, got a lot we of do. topics. All right. There's a couple things I want to share with you. There's a story I shared yesterday that went viral on Twitter. This teacher that failed the entire class, we'll go through that. We'll take a look at global inflation rates, and you're going to be blown away who U.S. is tied with today, which is pretty insane. Ennis Cantor, whom I texted, and uh, we're trying to figure something out to get him back on a podcast uh, on dates, depending on when he's playing Miami. I didn't see anything on the calendar that he's playing Miami any soon, anytime soon. They just played. But he, he, that's right. They just played. Yeah. He just called out LeBron in the worst mm -hmm. way, and... Over Nike, China, and then LeBron accidentally hits another guy in the face from Detroit. Isaiah Stewart, he calls it accidentally. Isaiah Stewart didn't take it well. He wanted to crush the oh, guy. Yeah. But uh, anyways, he got suspended one game, and the guy got suspended two games, Isaiah. So we'll talk about that maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, a TV host flew 10,000 miles for an exclusive interview with Adele. And she canceled it last minute because he didn't listen to it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Goodbye. It's <laughs> gonna get to know who you're interviewing. Black <laughs> Santas are appearing in U.S. Disney parks this season for the first time. So history is being made. Adam's story will cover that. Yeah. Bill Maher stands up to stands up for Dave Chappelle to Chris Cuomo's face blast trend of kids choosing their gender. This is not crazy stuff that makes you a bigot. 
And then uh, Bucks Antonio Brown uh, obtained alleged <laughs> fake COVID-19 vaccine card from teammate. Uh, we'll cover that as well. Kyle Rittenhouse, obviously we got to cover what happened. His interview yeah. yesterday with Tucker, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Comments were made here. Was he coached? He was yeah. coached well. Uh, Adam uh, uh, didn't like an analogy with Michael Jordan, all these other things that maybe we'll <laughs> get right? into. Okay. But Adam has a I hard like time it. with analogies lately. Adam's been a little bit off the last few weeks, but we'll help him out. We'll help him out. A few weeks. Uh, Army, Army bars vaccine refusers from promotions and reenlistment as deadline approaches. AOC says progressives help wasn't wanted in Virginia governor race. Not a single person called us or asked us to email. Mansion worries Biden's social spending agenda costs too much. New poll shows that how much the country wants Trump to run again. This is an Adam story. Mm. And then Beto O'Rourke says Texas governor campaign won't be about Biden slams president on immigration. Interesting. Okay, so let's let's get let's start let's start off with a very uh, uh, simple story with Adele and what happened with Adele on page four. Can you imagine like you're planning this big interview? Okay. I'm going to go yeah. interview Adele. And you're telling your family, friends, I'm flying out to yeah. interview Adele. And you're interviewing, getting ready to interview her. Mm-hmm. And they ask you, um, so, have, you have you listened to the album? And you say no. So a TV host flew 10,000 miles from an exclusive interview with Adele, only to have it canceled after he said he hadn't listened to her new album. This is an insider story. Matthew Doran, or Doran. Come on, I lived Matthew. on Doran Street. The host of Channel 7's. The Weekend Sunrise show flew to London from Sydney, a journey of about 10,000 miles on November 4th, <laughs> to interview Adele in her only album interview, only, the only album interviewed with an Australian outlet. During the interview, when asked by Adele what he thought of the new album, Duran said he hadn't listened to it yet. The singer was offended. The interview ran to completion. But Sony, which owns Adele's music, later told Channel 7 that it was withholding the rights to the interview footage as a result of Duran's oversight. Several reports said Duran was subsequently suspended by Channel 7, but Duran said that he wasn't formally suspended, but yeah. he was off the air for one week. So yeah. the total package uh, for the rights for Adele's interview footage, which included access to the video from Oprah Winfrey one night only with Adele, cost the channel cost Channel 7, ready? Ah. $725,000. Ah. a write-off. For right, channel, right, right, that's right. a Channel 7, 725. Matt, what do you think about this? Is it PBD? You've, you've had me interview people on behalf of PHP. You yep. had me interview Bo Jackson. You had me interview General uh, uh, Mad Dog Mattis. Which you crushed, by the way, uh, both I, of them. I, I appreciate that. But I'm following your model because every time I see you do an interview, I see you consume content. I see you read books. I see you have your team gives you a package. And before you're about to interview some, so just watching your behavior before you interview somebody, it's just doing your homework. Uh, listen, I'm, we're no professional journalist, but it's just common sense. If you're going to interview something and a company's investing $750,000 and your career could be made because it is interview and you fail to do the basic thing in terms of getting to know the person that you're interviewing, I think that's a uh, improper. And it was, it was definitely something that uh, I'd be professionally embarrassed about if yeah. I wasn't prepared to mm-hmm. interview somebody. I asked Rogan, I said, Rogan, how do you prepare for interviews? He says, some of them I do, some of them I don't. Some of them I just go in. Some of them I consume a lot of books and stuff oh. to get in. And some of them I just go in because I want to have a conversation with yeah. them. But, Rogan didn't ask Spotify to pay Adele seven hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Yeah. If a company yeah. you work for is paying somebody that you're going to interview seven twenty-five, yeah. you better take care of that. I mean, you, you, 
you're, you're a I don't know. That, that, that is uh, yeah. irresponsible to me. It's also not like some esoteric indie artist that, like, you know, their agent just shoved in front of you and you got to, like, feign interest in this person. Like, oh, yeah, no. Loved your uh, your hit song on TikTok there, 19-year-old. No, like, you know, like, yeah. I remember when Bad Baby was coming out and they were, they were trying to make her like a... Uh, Don't you talk trash about Bad Baby, buddy. <laughs> Danielle Rigoli was trying to catch the music uh, outside, buddy. video industry outside. And every talk show she went on was like, we love you and your music. Who? Who is this? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, you're great. And you were raised really well. Yeah, for sure. They, they all had to figure out a way to get through it. This is Adele. Yeah. This is a landmark yeah. moment. Yeah. Hello. This is Hello. like, dude, <laughs> I love Adele so much. I was, just, I was just trying to show Tyler. My first quote unquote viral video, the first video that got me anywhere on the internet was me with Funny or Die as Adele. I was dressed as Adele for Funny or Die. You gotta be kidding me. That's me, bro. This is when Adele was a little bit bigger. Is, yeah, of I love course. She's lost a lot of weight. Yeah, man. Uh, so the uh, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And you know, just... it's, thank you, thank you, Matt. It's it's gorgeous. You know, I'm I'm uh, I'm the world's most most beautiful uh, ugly sister. MMA. Yeah. What yeah. what do you think about this? I what think do you think about we got to give. Look, we all know Adele. I don't think we need to listen to her new album to ask her a couple questions. We know the biggest thing she's doing is she's dating LeBron's agent these days, Rich Paul. Yeah. Did you know about yes, that? Yes, of course. Okay, that's a little bit bigger news. But this guy. He came from Australia, Sydney, Australia, flew to London. Yeah. Do you familiar with what's going on with in Australia yeah. these days? Yeah. They've been on lockdown yeah, yeah, yeah. like crazy. This guy's just yeah. excited to get the frick yeah. out of the house for the first time <laughs> in, a, in two years. You be and he gets pissed? he gets out of ta- out of house and he gets packaged up, resent back to Sydney to Convict Island. I feel yeah. bad for this if guy. You were on Should a plane, he have been more prepared? If you sure. were on a plane for twenty hours. And it never even occurred to you to listen to my album. Hello, I'd be pissed off too. Go get yourself some he fish and chips down to get the road, out of the guys. House, you can download some Wi-Fi. Al- listen to the album, right? Yeah, you just come on. I mean, imagine imagine somebody comes to interview you, Pat. They come from all. The- I Pat, I'm a huge fan. I come to interview you. I'm, I'm I'm coming all the way from Australia. Awesome, dude. Sit down. So, Patrick, what's your last name? <laughs> Enjoy <laughs> you. Enjoy all your work. What do you do? Like, what? I can see. You know, I can see. Waste of time. Yeah. By the way, I want to show you. So Sunday night, Gerard's at the house. You guys left very early, like 1.30, whatever the time was. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're having conversations. We Originally, there's movies I want to get the kids prepped for. We were watching Gladiator. Mm-hmm. A couple scenes they probably shouldn't have watched, but it is what it is. <laughs> that night, <laughs> I made right it PG-8. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but I show him a clip of The Rock when he showed up to RNC, Republican National Convention in 2000, which I don't know if you know this or not. And he was interviewed, and a similar situation wow. happened. As with Adele. So yeah. if you can make this, this is C-SPAN. Make it bigger first. Make it bigger first. So C-SPAN you can show because it's taxpayers' money paying C-SPAN. Watch mm-hmm. what happens when this guy's interviewing The Rock and he has no clue who The Rock is. Oh and gosh. The Rock gets pissed. Listen. Looks like Steve is successful. Let's try. <laughs> let's uh, here we go. Just a second. This is an Adele Steve situation. This is when The Rock had hair. And let's listen. listen in. 50 pounds I'm going to show you my naivete, all this crowd around you, and I had no idea who you are. Who is The Rock? Oh, it's okay. Well, I didn't know you either, so I guess we're kind of even. Uh, who is The Rock? The Rock is the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, the WWF champion. 
Brock is here representing the people, being the people's champion as well. And, and again, not necessarily to try and sway votes towards the Republican candidate or the Democratic candidate, for that matter, as much as he is just here to, uh, you know, to make sure that the, the 22 million viewers the Rock reaches the every single week. 22 million views. He had right to put it there. What do you think of all uh, this, this crowd Stays in you. character the whole yeah. time. Yeah, well, he does. Uh, luckily, we have a spokesperson for The Rock. Rock's little cousin. Say, yeah. Yeah. What, right what did Pitbull say? <laughs> Pitbull said, you look like Rock's <laughs> yeah, cousin. cousin over there. <laughs> <laughs> I told him on the Walmart Target version. Right? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> at your birthday party, I always thought you were Tongan or Samoan or something. At your birthday party, when you told me you were Filipino, I was like, what are you, like two Filipinos in an overcoat or something like that? You're the biggest Filipino on earth. You should be the starting center on the Olympic team. Well, nowadays, what are you lifting nowadays, by the way? What are you hitting nowadays? Are you squatting like four or five plates? Yeah. What, what are you hitting bench? What's what's some of the numbers you're doing right yeah, now? Yeah, uh, with reps, yeah. I mean, I'm doing uh, 415 deadlifts, you know, repping uh, 315 on bench. bench. And, uh, you know, dead, you know uh, I'm not doing any squats, but I do the leg press. Yeah. So they got the, squ uh, the leg press machine. You can put both racks. Yeah. You can rack them. I think I'm up to 15 plates on. 15 on racks. Fi yeah, 15 45s. 315 yeah. 3, 3, uh, right. on, the, on the bench press for long arms. That's real good. Yeah. So if Lizzo ever lays on top of you, you can get out. So that's 30 plates total. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, right? <laughs> so so in, in other, I think what we're all agreeing with here with the story of Adele is the fact that Do stupid research. move on the guy. Sure. Yeah. Listen. Also, yeah. Adele is classic, classic. Yeah. Of there's no such thing as ugly. You're just broke. Would you say Adele is the Michael Jordan of something? Or <laughs> would, that, would that totally like offend you? If uh, I think... It's one of those things where, in my humble opinion, amazing voice, like the voice itself. Yeah. But if I'm if I have a hundred songs to listen to to get me in a good mood, Adele's not. I'm I, she's gonna make me cry. Oh, hello. Twenty five. Twenty five. It's just. It's just. It's not for me. Well, but my generation. But Gerard dresses up as Adele for fun, apparently. So maybe that's a little more your vibe. I asked him. Careful, I, asked him I got great banter, but I asked him this morning what his favorite workout song is. I'm, put, I'm posting something on IG. I said, "Give me a workout song. Give me a workout song." You know what he says? I'm thinking like Enter Sam. Da, yeah. Da, yeah. Da, yeah. Da. You know what he says? More Mario. He says Barbie Girl. What? Say something about it, bro. <laughs> Say something about it. The, okay, incline up for chest. <laughs> I saw. I saw this man sing Frozen. On stage at a karaoke at a karaoke uh, event, so Gerard's very much in touch with his feminine side. It's, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. <clears throat> so okay, now let's go into the next story. <laughs> this next story is uh, the 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 teacher. Let's talk about the uh, teacher with the uh, mm -hmm. teacher that sent that uh, message out. By the way, for for the people that follow Snopes, I don't care whether this is true or if it's not true. The principle. All I care about the principle yeah. of yeah. the story is absolutely fascinating. I read this the other day. It says. Uh, the teacher fails the entire class, okay? Teacher fails an entire class. An e economic professor at a local college made a statement that she had never failed a single student before but had recently failed an entire class. That class had insisted that socialism worked and that no one else would be poor and no one would be rich, a great equalizer. The professor said, okay, we will have an ex uh, experiment in this class on this plan. All grades will be averaged, and everyone will receive the same grade. No one else will fail, and no one will receive an A. Substituting grades for dollars, something closer to home, and more readily understood at all. After the first test, the grades were average, and everyone got a B. The students who studied hard were upset, and the students who studied little were happy. At the second test, rolled around, the students who studied little had studied even less, and the ones who had studied hard decided they, were, they wanted a free ride, too, so they studied little. The second test average was a D. No one was happy. When the third test <laughs> rolled around, the average was an F. As the test proceeded, the scores never increased as bickering, blame, and name-calling all result and hard feelings, and no one would study for the benefit of anyone else. 
To their great surprise, all failed, and the professors told them that socialism would also be ultimately fail when the reward is great, the efforts succeed, et cetera, et cetera. Then she makes five points. Okay, these are the five points. You cannot legislate the poor into prosperity by legislating the wealthy out of prosperity. We've heard that before. Number two, what one person receives without working for, another person must work for without receiving. Number three, the government cannot give to anybody anything that the government does not first take from someone else. That's pretty tough for some people to understand. Number four, you cannot multiply wealth by dividing it. Mm -hmm. And number five, when half of the people get the idea that they do not have to work because the other half is going to take care of them, and when the other half gets the idea that it does no good good to work because somebody else is going to get what they work for, that is the beginning of the end of any nation. Do you love this professor love, or do you love this respect professor? Respect to this professor. Yeah. Is that the professor with the mask on or is that just a random picture? I, I think that's just article. an ad because it said she. So it, the teacher okay. is a woman gotcha. instead of a man. So what are your thoughts on this? I mean, look, it's one of those things where socialism sounds great in theory, right? These All these kids mm-hmm. in the class had, oh, like, socialism sounds great. Mm-hmm. But when put into practice, it ain't so much fun, right? For Especially for the kids that are trying hard, they're mm-hmm. trying to get good grades mm-hmm. and are putting in the effort. So I love that he broke it down into these five principles. At the end of the day, I think there was a poll out there. This is maybe six months ago. And and half the country, young people, thought that socialism was a better... No, more. More than half. More than than half? People under 25. 64%. Was it that much? It was a Harvard uh, poll. Thought that socialism was a a better um, system. Yeah. Than capitalism. Because they haven't been in the workforce. Okay, exactly. Yeah. So it's one of those things where in theory something sounds good, but when you actually practice it, yeah. not as much. And they've been around. So these kids get indoctrinated by teachers. And the teachers, the modern teacher, and I've got teachers in my family, and I always they, they feel like I'm always going after them. But this is just the truth, all right? <clears throat> Every teacher I've ever met thinks that they are smarter than they get paid for, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the basis of their ideology. They're... College professors specifically are resentful of the plumber or the truck driver that makes twice as much as they do because mm-hmm. I'm the smart one. So obviously the system is flawed because if if it weren't flawed, then I would be the rich one and they would be yeah. my underling. And it's like, dude, you don't understand what they don't understand. And even if you've ever read Marx, what people don't get is you don't get paid for intellect. You get paid for value. You can either do something that nobody else in the world does. You play basketball, all of us play basketball, none of us are in the top 1% of it, so we don't get paid to play basketball, (laughs) right? LeBron James can get paid billions of dollars because he's number one. Our friend Victor that you uh, interviewed, he's a million-dollar backgammon player. Because he's the best in the world at it. No, everybody for, else for plays back then. Twenty yeah. some years. Yeah, yeah. We're, so, we're doing a tour together with doubles in Vegas in January. Him and I. <laughs> dude, he's an awesome dude. His dude, wife's great, great. dude. Yeah. And, but but again, nobody else in the world is getting paid to play backgammon. You got to be the best in the world at it. So if you're not the best in the world at what you want to do, mm-hmm. then you have to be willing to do what other people aren't willing to do. Nobody want wakes up in the morning and wants to be a plumber. But there's a lot of money because nobody wakes up in the morning and wants to be a plumber. That's what these things, that's what these lessons don't teach, man. And when you're looking at a situation like this, with this, that really wasn't socialism so much. It was this egalitarian utopia, man, where it's like we're all going to be the same together. That's nonsensical. I don't know if that's true, but I do know it is true. What actually did happen in Michigan, and there was one in Brooklyn, there was a vegan Marxist restaurant where they wanted to eschew capitalism. And they basically said, eat what you want, we'll make it. Pay us what you think is right. Men, whatever you think is right, 
Women, you get you got to pay twenty two percent more than women do to make up for the wage Five gap. Five of grass. Here we go. They're gone. They're, they're out of business. <laughs> like done. like it's the most predictable out of business thing. And yeah. then they they blame capitalism for them being out of business. Well, we can't compete because the prices keep rising. Okay, like mm-hmm. guys, this is market leverage. Matt, here. what do you think about it, it? When I think about things like this, I default to my favorite books that I buy, which is Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. Why? Because it's written by the richest king, wisest king who ever lived. And here's what he says about. About this, Proverbs 13, chapter 4 says, The soul of the lazy man desires and has nothing, but the soul of the diligent shall be made rich. So it depends on how you want to attack life. You want to go and attack life and say, Oh, I want everybody else to help me out, but I'm willing to contribute back to society. Well, you should uh, not get back anything in return. But if you want to contribute back to society, you want to be diligent. You're up, you're getting up, you're doing your part. And uh, that's probably one of the hardest things because. You said you mentioned earlier that what's the biggest platform today? The people who are lazy, the people who want to complain. That's There's no that's, question. That's, that's who's got the yeah. biggest platform. The biggest. The, I had the greatest compliment the other day on my YouTube channel, Seven Figure Squad. Somebody says, you, "Mr. Want to be Junior Valuetainment?" What was that supposed to be? You guys are rich because you have no college degree. So why you get why you get mad at us? Yeah. Why you get mm-hmm. mad at us? We've, well, let me let me ask you something on that because I I, I don't think we, we throw around this word lazy. I don't think they're lazy. I just don't think they don't want to do. What they anything they don't desire doing, like they'll yeah, work nobody hard. Nobody does. As, I mean, who wants that's to the do difference. They don't want to do. I feel like is the difference. I don't know if that's Instagram. Yeah. I don't know. Let if me people... let me ask you a question. Let me ask you guys a let me ask you guys a question. So here's a question for you. Okay, uh, uh, what will make you vote for Biden? Okay, what will make you vote for Biden? What has to be? And for you, the question is, what will make you vote for Trump? Okay, hear me out where I'm going here. Okay. So just think about it. for. Whoever that voted against Biden or whoever that voted against Trump, you got to ask the question, at what level will you vote for the opposition? Okay. so uh, for me, if you look at AOC, here's how AOC works. There's a part I relate to AOC. This is why I relate to AOC. AOC, do you think she supports what Biden is doing right now? No, she's actively against We're going to talk about that here in a minute. It's yeah. absolutely berserk. She's not happy with Biden, right? The AOC, the Ilhan Omar, all those guys. They're the Bernie's, far left. Bernie's. But when yep. it comes down to voting, who's she going to vote for? Trump? No. Or is she no. going to vote for Biden? No. no. Okay, so now watch this here. Watch this here. For me, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't like uh, uh, half the stuff that happens where the divisiveness and constant creating new enemies that maybe Trump takes the route yep. and he's constantly going after him, right? Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, I'm going to vote for whoever's for lower taxes, lower regulation, mm-hmm. eliminating censorship. Yep. For me, to, so, so that's where it goes to, okay, here's where I'm going to go. As a registered independent for the last 10 years, this is where I'm going. Sure. I'm a libertarian. We've not yet seen a solid Joe Jorgensen. When I sat down with Ron Paul and we did the interview, you and I were there together, and I think it was in Houston when we did the yeah. interview. Yep. It was incredible. By the time you're done, you're like, this guy makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But the question is, at what point? Will somebody in your party come out where you're going to say, I'm voting for the person you would least vote for? In this instance, it's Biden and Trump. I'm going to go with you first. So who needs to be on your side of the aisle, which is, let's just say, the left, the center left. Who needs to be on your side of the aisle? We're going to say, you know what? Screw it. Um, I'm not going to vote for anybody on the left. I'm going to go vote for Trump. Would anybody make you vote for him? Repeat the question. You're saying, okay. would anybody be able to convince me? Let's just to say, for- no, no. Let's just say the, the person that's running on your side is uh, Beto, it's uh, uh, McConaughey, it's AOC, it's uh, Manchin, it's whoever. Who would need to be the nominee on the left for you to say, I'm sitting this one out, I'm actually going to vote for Trump on this one? See, maybe the bigger question is, would I vote for a Republican? No, no. This specific. Because to this I would. Sp- 
I would vote for Republican, but, but, this, this but not a Trump. So this specific yeah. question I'm asking you, like for them, if I say Clinton, they're going to mm-hmm. say, yeah, I have no problem voting okay. for Bill Clinton. To this specific example, it is Biden and it is Trump. The reason why I'm using this example is the following mm-hmm. reason is Biden's probably the least Democratic president Republicans would want. OK, probably worse than Carter. OK, but many Republicans were OK with uh, uh, Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. So and on the Democratic side, mm-hmm. Trump is probably the least candidate you would want on the opposite yeah. side. Maybe you would be comfortable with a Reagan, hypothetically, mm-hmm. right, versus a Trump. What I'm asking is who needs to be on your side of the aisle to say, I think it's crossed the line. I'm probably going to go vote for Trump. Who would it be? You're saying running against Trump? Pose yes. the question specific. I've asked saying, it four times. It's you're saying, you're what saying, I'm asking. Biden, no, no, no. They, I've asked this I, thing four just, times. They, Did you get my question or no? There's literally yeah, nobody that you would detest so much on the Democratic yeah. side that would make you be like, nah, you know what Trump's who? Like, anyone, if Elon Omar was no, running not, for president. I, okay, so anything, who, anything on the 10% left category. So who would make you say, I'm going to vote, I'm actually so, going to support Trump if on this If the candidate was as equally as divisive as Trump, if my whole thing is, we all, like, we, look at us. We can all get along. We can all have dinner. We can all have lunch. We can all get yeah. along. We're America, yeah. okay? He's a yeah. Marine. He's a talented guy. He's a businessman. I'm in fight. Like, we, we all have, like... Christian, man of the cloth. That's what I'm saying. A yeah, Jewish, yeah, yeah, a yeah, Christian. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. we're not as divided as the media or politics want us to I be. I don't disagree. Yeah. Like, what we need in this country is someone so who says... So let me go back to the question. Why, can't we all just sit down and have a basic niceness towards sure. each other. Let me go and back Trump to the question. And Trump doesn't, doesn't bring that out of question. people at all. Uh, for, the, for the fifth yeah. time. This is where the audience gets upset sometimes because you don't answer questions. Oh, no matter what you say, you're time. not going to convince me to vote for fucking Trump. <laughs> so so, then so that's, whatever, by, by the way, whatever way, way you want to pose way, the question, by the way, by the way, I'm not going to say you got F- me, FYI, Pat. FYI, yes. that's yes. when you lose people, brother. Why? That's when you lose people. Because I'm not no, willing no, to no, no, say, no. all right. No, let me explain to you why you lose people there. If you're saying an AOC this, or, a, or so, Ilhan Omar, I'm not interested in them either. This is, this is where your argument loses because you lose credibility. Because I'm if, not willing to if, succumb to if Trump. If you ask me a question and you say a guy like an Alex Jones is the face of the right and I got a Biden on the other side, I'm probably going to say, I have no clue what this guy's going to do. Yeah. I'm going to have to consider that vote. But do, to you, it's hard to have logic to say, here's what would make me say I'm going to go this way. Because frogs even gay. right now, like, give you an idea. Kodak Blue the other day tweets out. I don't know if you guys saw Kodak Blue's. Uh, Kodak Black? Uh, Kodak Black, Kodak Blue. Kodak Black said. From uh, down here, pumping up. Yeah, he, yeah, he just tweets out the other day. Did you see the tweet? Here's what Kodak said the other day. He said, uh, 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 it's not coming up. Come on, Kai. Oh, sorry about that. Okay, Kodak Black sends a tweet, and he says, you guys want to, it's not working for you? You got to be kidding me. It's just the basic <laughs> By thing. By the way, Adam, I'm, I'm just curious, him. Adam, how much, how much of your decision-making process goes with, uh, percentage-wise, goes with voting for policy versus the person? I'm just curious. That's exactly where my, my next question was going. The, I mean, I think it's 50-50. I mean, maybe even more persona than policy. More I mean, persona I don't, than I don't, policy. I don't know how much does policy, how many people actually get, down and dirty into people's policies. I yeah. think people are what their, what their platform is. Yeah, I think most people are one issue voter or two issue voter, and they they. What's your, what's, in, your, what's your number one issue? See, I don't have family. I don't have kids, so mm-hmm. I'm not as issue oriented. I. So what what, do you, what were you going to change your the, the name of your uh, Twitter handle to be or uh, a centrist or a synergist? 
Synergist, yeah. That's what this country needs. It's so that's much. That's not the question, though. But that's, but that's the, the point. But that's not the question, though. What? This is the guy that's saying we need a synergist. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay, the story is not the so story. So we keep doubling down on Trump, doubling down no, on Trump. Imagine not, if we had Trump who, president again. Let me, let me, Imagine we don't have Trump president again. Yeah. We have someone that we actually the, the entire country actually likes, whether then, it's on the left or then, the right. Then there can't be a reasonable conversation with you. Why can't there be a reasonable because conversation? Because I just asked you a reasonable question, who? and you can't give a reasonable. It's been eight minutes. I'm moving the story. I'm going to go to you. So who needs to be on your side for you to say, I would consider Biden? Uh, Biden actually was probably my my uh, third or fourth choice out of the Democratic pri primary. I'm much happier that Biden got in. I, th I thought that for sure that they were going to try to shove Kamala Harris down her throat. They uh, still may. It's not too late. It's not too late. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as, look, I don't like coercion. I, 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 when when you get into the Democratic yeah. Party and you get into the coercive nature of what they are, anybody who increases wants you like what what AOC what we talked about what we talked about this morning AOC is going after Biden for not being a dictator, saying he has unilateral powers to to uh, do universal health care to eliminate student debt to to base she wants the President of the United States with the stroke of his pen. Yeah. To completely and totally nationalize entire yeah. executive order, it, executive order, executive order, and not just yeah. little things. Yeah. She wants essentially the government yeah. through one stroke of the man, of, of one person's pen to nationalize entire verticals yeah. of our of our government and our economy. Yeah. The fact that she's saying that and she's lamenting the fact that he won't be a dictator terrifies me. Because they show their face. So who would need to be on the right for you to say? I remember, I didn't vote for Trump the first time. I get that. I That's why I'm asking so you. So for, for me, you, who is too far right I on the voted, right? I would have voted for Tulsi Gabbard in a heartbeat. I would have voted for, uh, back in the day, remember Joe Lieberman? I liked Joe Lieberman back in the Interesting. day. Like Joe yeah. Lieberman. I thought Bill Clinton was a really, really... When you talked about Chris Christie, when I, when I was, when I was mm -hmm. with Christie, he was a synergist. And Cory Booker wasn't this far-left socialist. Cory Booker and Chris Christie worked like this, and they really did an unbelievable job for the city of Newark. Then they got on a national scale, and they had to go to the extremes. When I was younger, mm -hmm. right, and you guys are, you know, a little, little older than me, you guys remember <laughs> the way to win was to work towards the center. Now the way to win seems to be to work yeah, towards yeah, the extremes. Yeah. They are terrified of their extremes. I think it's because there's no money anywhere else. Yeah. Only the crazy and the greedy donate money. Guys, normal everyday working Americans, mm -hmm. they're not donating their time. They're not out there volunteering. They're not out there marching. Lunatics are. Lunatics are the ones that are filling the streets. All right? So that's where the political – you can't run a campaign without volunteers and money, and they have to go to the extremes to get this, and I think that's what's pulling our you, politics You know what apart. I like about Van Jones? Let me tell you what I like about Van Jones. Maybe that could be something for as an inspiration for our buddy here. Okay? This is – I'm a Van Jones fan. And Van Jones was a communist card-holding guy years ago when he first was chosen to be part of uh, uh, Obama's, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, administration. Mm -hmm. Within a week, they had to get him to be gone because the guy was a former communist. Mm -hmm. He supported mm -hmm. some of the principles of communism. So he had to resign. Well, do you remember when uh, Trump went out there and he did what he did with uh, uh, prison uh, uh, reform mm -hmm. and it was something that nobody had ever done and he came in and he fixed it and he, like, it was just absolutely berserk? And, uh, uh, tr and Van Jones, if you guys don't remember this, can you click on Van Jones' Trump prison reform picture? Wasn't okay? Kim Kardashian somehow influential uh, in that yeah, She well? was yeah. in a big way, but, but this is not even a Kim story. This is about a Van Jones who hates Trump, okay? Mm -hmm. Who hates Trump? If you go to images, Van go Jones to Jones, Trump on goes uh, uh, on images, go to images, 
and type in the picture right there. Go the one to the left, the one to the left, right there. Can you click on it? Okay. Uh, see if we can make that bigger. All right. See if you go a little closer. Go a little closer. Uh, we can't play that, can we? So go back and go to the uh, uh, go back and see if we can find another picture. Um, okay. Click on any one of those on the bottom right there to uh, to the right, to the right. Yeah. Go click on that one. Let's just say. See if that one, okay. Do you see who's standing behind that lady with the red uh, jacket Jones. on? Yeah. Who is that? It's Van Jones. Who is he? He's a hardcore Democrat, you yep. know? Yep. But he went to that. Mm-hmm. And you know what he did on CNN that, that pissed off Cuomo and everybody else? He started crying. He started crying. He says, because this is the first time I've seen a president be able to do something with prison reform. Mm-hmm. You know what that's called? That's called a synergist. A synergist is not somebody that no matter what, the guy cannot do anything right. That's not a synergist. So if you're talking about you wanting to be a synergist, Van Jones to me, who him and I disagree on 80% of things politically, I respect the shit out of this position here. This is what we need. FYI. Principal. When I, when it's, it's when I ask a question, and here's what's said. When I ask a question. So people ask me, and they'll say, why do you interview so many communists? You know how many people <laughs> I've lost because I interview communists? Mm. Do you know how many people? Go read the comment section. Yeah, it's too bad, though. Of any, yeah. any of the communists I interview, see what yeah. they say at the bottom. I say, I'm actually trying to see where we agree. Sure. Yeah. Where do we agree? I want to understand you to get an idea of where we agree. And then from there you say, mm-hmm. okay, good. I sat down with Alex Jones on 9-11. You and I were there. That interview was almost done with. Do you remember when he started that biting the insane. apple? We thought it's going to be done with. That He's going to walk off the set. Yeah. But we had the conversation. And what was the conversation about? You pressed the hell out of him. I pressed the hell out of him. Yeah. And he yeah. was unhappy about it. Yeah. So it wasn't like, well, mm-hmm. hey, Alex, so tell me, what a fantastic job. You're, you're pissing a lot of people off on the other <laughs> side. This is so cool, bro. Yeah. The guy wanted to leave. He was not happy with us. No, he, wow. he his, his handler was like, mm-hmm. let's Yeah, his handler. Really, and he, and well, let me like, ask you a question. Really? Sure. Since he's con- yeah. At any point that you're yeah. interviewing these people, do you say, that was a good point. I actually think- One million percent. Okay, so you've, you've- One million percent. You've said, hey, good point. Like, to check- communists. Okay, exactly. Yes. So, so go with me now yeah. here. So on individual points, you said, okay, check for yeah. the car marks. Like, but at any point, no matter how many points this guy's made, is there any chance that you're going to believe in communism or socialism? Did you just hear my... The answer is no, right? But, but, but did you just see what you're doing? Do you see what you're doing? These two analogies have nothing to do with each what, other. What na- I didn't make an analogy. And I'm you're asking you a, a question. You're making a point, right? Without having answered the question yet. So for you, the question that was asked on your end, you can't answer because no. to you... You, I see. I see what you did you, there. I see what you did there. In your, I was trying to make a valid no, no, no. point. In your eyes, in your eyes, a man can't do anything right. That's not Pat. That's not what I but said at all. Wait a minute. That's I not asked, what I said at all. I asked you what a, I said specifically I you was. Question. I will give Trump credit on certain things. I, I like what he did in the Middle East. I asked. You I like a what he did on deregulation. Question. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be a Trump fan no, or vote for do him. You, do you actually? Just like you said, you do, wouldn't. You've agreed with certain socialist this, points. This question but you wouldn't become a socialist. This question upsets you. No, because. I see what you did there, and that was good. That was a good tactic. Did what there? Explain to me what did there. Like, I tried to make the same analogy yeah. that you made for me. And, and, and my mind, Buddy, do you it's realize, a very do you similar realize analogy. The, the, uh, we've asked you six times the same question. Okay, so I'll be very specific. So either you things? say, either you answer to have credibility to get a response from okay, me, yes, sir. or you don't. If you don't answer, you have no credibility Here's to my discuss answer. this. Here's my it's answer. That simple. Are there things that Trump has done well? Yes. You didn't, that's not Are the question, certain, though. So let's skip my, it. If you don't want to answer the question. I wouldn't vote for Trump. No, I've said it a million this different is times. That's not the question. The question is who 
on your side of the aisle needs to represent for you to say, I would actually entertain and oppose. This is a regular conversation. You're saying There's how bad does the Democratic candidate have to be? Seven how times the how same horrible. question. Basically, would you vote seven for Ilhan Omar or Donald Trump? Well, let me ask you I this. vote for Joe Jorgensen. S- serious question. How much of that is social equity? Your, you know, the, your friends, your family, the people that you associate with, God forbid they ever found out. I don't you, give two shits you what know, people you, think. Honestly, Seriously. <laughs> honestly. Clearly. I don't give two half shits my, about what. No, no. I don't, what I don't, people think how I vote, I don't care. You're, you're, half you're my friends, inner circle. Half my friends think that I'm a, a, uh, I actually a, mag, he, a MAGA he actually Trump guy care. because yeah, he, I'm on this channel. Let, let me, and yeah. half the people think I'm a communist uh, let BLM. Let me explain why. I don't give a shit. As a person, that's, I'll, I'll explain why I asked that question. It wasn't an accusation. It's a serious question. It's fine. There's a person very, very close to me that I absolutely love who staunch, staunch, far left, basically her whole life, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, came up through academia and made her career in it. And over the course of the last 20 months, she's now moving in a direction. I actually got a text from her. She was like, she was like, uh, you've been right about a lot of things. It pains me to say that. And I'm like, well, one more time. I, I, I got to screenshot that thing. Mm-hmm. Now she can't be vocal about what she believes to be true. That's the hardest part. That's the hardest she part. believes she'll be yeah. ostracized in her community. Her yeah. fa- her friends will ostracize yeah. her. She's seen cancel culture up close and personal. Yeah. She is literally a prisoner of... And what's her community, though? Uh, her community is academics. Okay, so she's in the liberal Northeast academic community, Correct. I'm assuming. Correct. Yeah, when you insulate yourself into a bubble, that's what happens, whether you're on the left or the right. If you're, you, I, see, this is where I got to disagree. It though. might even be worse on the left. It's, I, I got Yeah, I got to disagree because my experience has been, especially in the entertainment industry, people on the right will have no problem hanging out with people on the left. They have no problem hiring people on the left. They have they have no problem being disagreed with in those 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 instances. Whereas the the more progressive, quote unquote, the situation is, the the job site is, or the environment is, they tolerate no blasphemy. Yeah, they, but they, that's a recent thing, bro. Nobody wouldn't hire you not, 10 years ago because you like George W. Bush. I hear you. It would have been irrelevant. It's but, because okay. of Trump. What's interesting about that is that I actually didn't like George Bush. I didn't like Dick Cheney. And now Dick and Liz Cheney are pro-Biden. Now all of a sudden the progressives are on the side of the Warhawk Republicans. It's the establishment. Yeah, it's, so, a I mean, weird, it's, it's a weird situation. But, but you say it's it's a, a, a recent thing. That's why we're talking about it. Because yeah. this no, something exactly. is not passing the smell test. Right. This is yeah. not an okay thing. Okay. And, but, and nobody's me, talking me, about do it. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Pull up something here. Pull up something here. And we're going to go off the story and go to the next story. Pull up uh, power versus force. Type in power versus force. Okay. And then click on images. Click on images. Top left. And then click on uh, the the one with a bun. The, click on that right there. Funnel, That's yeah. fine. Make yeah. that bigger. Okay. Make that bigger. See if you can ma- click on it again. Hopefully, you can get. Okay. Yeah, fantastic. So, so Adam, th- this this is the challenge in America today. Okay. <laughs> this book was written by David R. Hawkins. I don't know how many years ago. I read this twenty years ago. So it's got a, It's been around for a while. Maybe eighteen years ago, something like that. So he talks about when we go from power. Force to power, okay? And force is obviously not a good thing to persuade people. Your power, you can persuade people. Lowest mm-hmm. level of influence is shame. Anytime you're coming from a place of shame, you have no ability to persuade. You don't have any power. No, you can't do nothing. You're helpless, mm-hmm. right? Then it's guilt. You feel guilty. I feel guilty about what I did to her. I feel guilty about what I did. Then it's apathy, okay? Then it's grief. Then it's fear. You have a lot of anxiety. But fear is still better than grief, apathy, guilt, and shame. 
Then there's desire. So constant sex, constant drugs, constant gambling, drinking. Then it's anger. Anger is still better than fear because at least you're expressing yourself to people, right? Mm -hmm. Then you got pride, which is where many people on the certain sides that don't want to politically sit and agree with anybody, you get stuck at this level pride. First level of freedom and leadership is courage. Having the courage to entertain what it would look like. Maybe I'm not right. Maybe I'm willing to entertain. Then it's neutrality, where let's have a neutral conversation. Then it's willingness. I'm willing to be entertained. I'm willing to make this work. I'm willing to have a relationship with Gerard. I'm willing for us to, like, we'll have a conversation together. We're willing. You're willing. I'm willing. We can make this thing go places. But if you're not willing and I'm willing, there's no way this thing can work, right? Then there's acceptance. Then level 400 is what? Reason. Reason. What is reason? Reason is what we try to do on this podcast. We try to reason. Reason is when I interview somebody and we like to reason with each other. We sit down, we have a conversation. Favorite conversations in the world are people that are willing to reason with you. After reason is love, which we love you, so that's the foundation of it. Then it's joy, peace, enlightenment, which will never reach that level of enlightenment. Just to kind of give you a score, they score people. Einstein scored like a 499, okay? Gandhi and them, Mm. they'll put them at a different level. They got uh, Mother Teresa is uh, bliss slash slight enlightenment. Jesus is obviously a thousand. He scores it, all that in that level. Have you done a score? Have I done my score? Yeah, Yeah, I've done my score. And Robert O'Rourke did my score before I did my score. He came up to me the other day and says, do you know what your score is? I'm like, I don't know what my score is. How did he do your score? Anyways, there's a way of doing it. The point Mm -hmm. isn't about where I'm at or where you're at, where anybody's at. I think the challenge is if we're going to make progress, we have to have the courage to be neutral and willing to accept certain things we're wrong and others and then find a way to reason, and if we can figure out a way to love, well, then we can make some progress there. So but, people, how do you get people to go from sh- to shift from force into power? That's the first you, stage there, because it's, yeah. there's a lot of pride. Is there a question you ask you, them? How do you draw them out? You can't. do So So you can. So I can give this message, sure. and then he, Gerard, like somebody gave me this message, because I was, I was in a place of, if you look at me here, uh, shit, I was probably fear, desire, anger, pride. That's majority of my life mm-hmm. because I, I've just yeah. understood this concept like 20 years because I'm 43, probably at 25, 26, I'm still in fear. Can I really do this? I'm still in desire. Man, I'm still having girls on the side. I'm still partying hardcore. Anger. I had a temper. Horrible. I still got a temper, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. more tame than I can control it. Then it's pride. So the first time this was presented to me, I didn't want to, you know, I'm like, I don't know if this totally makes sense. What are you talking about? I'm somebody that's, and then I realized, no, you're not. You're not willing. You're, you're not neutral. You only talk to the people that you agree with. You're, you're not accepting. You're not this. You're not that. Yeah, right? You're yeah. not coming from that place. But when we were off camera, and I want to change the topic because we've got a lot of things. I want the audience to hear other topics as well. When we were off camera, we talked about Kyle Rittenhouse. Sure. Right? And then uh, you and Tyler, I think, what comment did you make about Kyle yesterday on Tucker? You he's, said. He's, he's a good kid. He's a, he's a kid that you would find in your typical suburban Chicago neighborhood. Yeah. And, and Tyler, what did you say? You said something I mean, about the he, guy. He came off as a good kid. You know, he worked hard. He worked as a janitor to support yeah, his family. Yep. He was a lifeguard. He was a medic. And he was just completely lambat. It's like he's a completely different kid than what the media portrays. Sure. And then we talk about BLM and, you know, how he supports BLM. Yeah. But he says, I don't support the writing or I don't support the looting and the writing. I just support yeah. the movement, though. Sure. I yeah. support the movement. Great. Fantastic. And then the conversation was what? Well, he was coached. Sure. Because he was coached to do something like this, yeah. right? Well, on and the Tucker in, interview. On the Tucker interview, yeah, he yeah. was coached. Which, by the way, do, do we all agree that he was coached? One million percent yeah. he was yeah, coached. Yeah, yeah. There's no question yeah. he wasn't coached. Of course he was coached. But no matter how much he coaches me, 
how long will it take you to coach me to beat you in MMA if we go and grapple? How long? No, you're looking in pretty good shape. And I know your back. <laughs> what I, what I'm trying to say to you is, what I'm trying—it's going to take more than a yeah, day or yeah, two. Yeah. It's going to take probably a few years, right? Because sure. that's been your world. Yeah. No matter how much he coaches me or your friend coaches me. How much is it going to take me for me to go do a stand-up comedy and get a 60-minute special? How long mm. is it going to take me? Take Five, ten while. years? It's going to yeah. take a while. right? So, yeah. so no matter how much you press this power versus force concept mm. to people, they're not gonna, it's yeah. not going to be a day or two. Or so. It took me three, five years to fully understand where I was dealing with, with this. I, I, so, know you, I know you want to move on, but I have a, one question on that yeah. because I, I understand that on, on an individual level, and it's a really great way to be introspective and see where you're at. Now, on a collective level, we just saw for 20 months here, fear is, is, is an incredibly powerful tool for control. You get people to feel afraid. If you could control their it's the fear. the media's business model. Yep. Yeah. I mean. Your three C's, right, BBD? Change, conflict, controversy. They, they, they made people afraid of the air, man. There's people still right now. Right. I was just in St. Louis. There's yeah. people afraid of the air. Yeah. Walking around outside, muzzled yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like. How, yeah. If you can control them where they see every human being that they encounter as a yeah. potential threat, yeah. you, you can do anything you want with those people. Now yeah. now you're the savior. Yep. You're, hey, yep. this is a scary world. <laughs> Give me, come with me. Yeah. I'll help you. I'll yeah. save you. It's just going to cost you all your money and your freedom. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'll protect you. I'm the good guy. Right, I got the jab. I, I, I got whatever, whatever, whatever you need, baby. <laughs> I need, I need a jab. fourth one. I need a fifth one, dog. <laughs> but fear... The the lowest level of, of that uh, force versus power, just put the world on pause for two years. They took the whole world over for two years by making people afraid. Okay. So how do you how do you process that from an individual level to yeah. a collective level? Yeah. First of all, the fe- fear sharpens yeah. listening. listening yeah. Right. When people are afraid, people listen. So they have to scare the hell out of you for you to watch the news. If they don't scare the hell out of you, they're not going to watch the news. So. You, you, you got to figure out a way to increase the identity of people. And, and like, for example, running the company. When we started off the company, uh, a PHP insurance company, the first thing I said is saving America by bringing back the free enterprise system and hope to American families, right? There's two things you can train people on. Willpower, skill. Skill is how to sell. Will is you can do it, right? Typically, most people think it's skill set that's very necessary, Willpower is just as necessary, matter of fact, slightly more necessary than skill because willpower may, will make you figure out a way to learn the skill. You're mm-hmm. going to figure out mm-hmm. the skill, right? Okay. So and yesterday. If all of you have a skill and no willpower, you're just going to rely on your skills. Wasted draft. Yeah. Yeah. So, so for example, yesterday we're doing the whole giveaway. Zach Parker, a shout out to him. He came out with this idea about us. To, uh, I'm saying let's give some stuff away. So he produces the website. Everybody's applying for us to do giveaways for folks. We're calling a bunch of people. Unfortunately, we're trying to do FaceTime. So some of the people that have, dro- uh, uh, what do you call it, Android, we can't FaceTime, them, right? So we called only Apple. We have to check the numbers first, believe it or not. Anyways, so we call this one lady. Apple stock goes up after the podcast. We, we, we call this one a husband. Husband nominates wife and says, my wife lost her job during COVID, wouldn't take any government assistant, wouldn't even apply to get any money, nothing. She didn't take a single penny from the government wow. during COVID. She Good. found ways to get a job, two yeah. or three jobs. I just want to figure out how to make my wife's experience better for holidays. Anything you can do, please do it. So I call her once, twice, three times. She ain't picking up. Fourth time she picks up, FaceTime. And she says, who are you? I don't recognize you. Her <laughs> husband follows by the time and she does not. I said, your husband thinks the world of you, okay? 
And he told me that during this 18 yeah. months, while everybody else was taking a stimulus, you didn't do it. You figured out a way to get two or three jobs to make yeah. money for the family. And he thinks you're the hero of the family. Everybody leaned on you. And I wanted to find a way to make your holiday season a better season for you. I said, what can I do for you? I said, do you mind if I send you to the spa, best spa, local manicure, pedicure, massage, the whole night for a full day, we treat you. She says, no, I don't want you to do that. And he said, he's not gonna, she's not going to take anything from you. So I'm like, okay. Then is there any way I can make it better? She says, yes, one way. I said, what's that? She's so powerful story. She says, my husband wants a toolbox. Still thinking about other people. My husband wants a toolbox, (laughs) and it's 600 bucks. I don't have the money for it. Instead of sending me to the spa, please get him the toolbox if he can do that. That would make my Christmas. Mm -hmm. We're sitting there freaking. I'm like selfless. So I say, you know what? I said, forget about it. You ever been to a spa before? Never in my life. She's probably in her 30s, you know, mid-30s, early 30s. I said, never in your life? No. I said, how about we send you to the spa, and how about we also get the toolbox for your husband? She breaks down crying like you wouldn't believe, <laughs> right? To me, yeah. I said, you don't know how much of a hero you are to me. Yeah. I said, we need more people like you. Here's a person that's stubborn enough to say, I'm not going to take the free money. But give it to See, somebody else. That mindset is yeah. what needs to be the hero. Amen. Yeah. When that's is the right. last time yeah. you saw somebody on the media sold that person oh. as the flipping hero? Yeah. It's always, you don't know how hard life, we understand how hard yeah. life is. This You're is why we should victim, send you more checks. Right, right. This victim. is why we should send you $3 trillion. What $800? You deserve yeah. $2,000 a month. Yeah. I, I can't yeah. stand that because mm. it's decreasing the identity of people. Mm-hmm. That's what's hurting us. I'll tell you what, uh, that's, yeah. you're it's 100% powerful. right. That's really good. But I'll tell you, that guy, he, he was so upset that he nominated her because he was like just chilling. And she's like, if I'm going to be out here doing two, three jobs, I'm going to get this asshole a toolbox. And he's got a lot of time around the house to fix all this shit. Honey, <laughs> honey do list is just anyway, increased. Listen, since we, it took us 25 minutes on this story, we still didn't get an answer. Let's move on to the next one here. All right, let's go to the next one. Black Santas are appearing in U.S. Disney parks this season for the first time. This is a page five story. Uh, without an official statement or fanfare, U.S. Disney parks are including Black Santa Claus and Christmas celebrations. This year, for the first time in the company's 66-year theme history at both Disneyland in Anaheim and uh, uh, Lake Buena Vista, Florida, a Black Santa has been spotted at certain meet and greets and at after-hour Christmas parties. A Disney spokesperson told CNN that Santa Claus is represented in various ways in local and regional communities and around the world. And in that spirit, Santa Claus will be reflected with diversity surrounding communities at both Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World Resort. What's your, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, I'm a Chicago guy. Yeah, it, it, uh, around my neighborhood in Chicago, Humble Park, West Side of Chicago, Berwyn, Cicero, Stickney, we always had black Santas. We had Puerto Rican Santas. We yeah. had Mexican Santas. So uh, I'm not a coast kid. You know, I didn't go to Disneyland or Disney World growing up. So my first time going to those parks was when I was in the military. I was stationed in Southern California, went up to Disneyland. I actually got recruited into the insurance industry out of Anaheim. Yeah. But, uh, you know, very good. I, I can't believe it took this long, however, for, for Disney to actually put something like this together. My, my sister, who's a dancer, my sister was a dancer, she, uh, she ballet, jazz, all that, she worked for, for Disney. And uh, I was, was, you know, big brother type stuff. And so she was a snowflake during the Nutcracker type of dance. People asking, hey, who, oh, which one's your sister? Which one's your sister? She's one of the snowflakes, right? Yeah, my sister's the dirty snowflake. So you were in the military and your yeah. sister was a ballet dancer? That, that's right. That must have been right. fun. Oh, yeah, all the time. I was, I was, the, I was, a, protective, I was a protective big brother, too. Well. Oh, yeah. And I come to find out that most men in the dancing business, you know, I didn't have to worry about it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I was thinking more like your platoon. 
platoon mates, man. They wanted to always wanted to go it. to the ballet. That's it. When the internet first hey, let's came support, out, bro. When the internet first came out, I said, hey, cool, yeah. Which means older brother in the Philippines. Cool, yeah. yeah. I had my first modeling gig. Awesome. Hey, Marines, get over here. With this computer's dial-ups who started, you know, slowing. Yeah, slowly. yeah. Come to find out she's modeling. A sports bra. This goes to what we're talking I, about. I destroyed, I destroyed the miners. Hey, support. Look at me. Look at me. I didn't. Field day with my Marines at the time. So. Dude, we just <laughs> talked about this. I left the sidebar away. What What do you do? What do you do if this you're, is a good question? What here. Do you here we do? go. Yeah, because Dylan, uh, Dylan, and uh, uh, you know Patrick bro, have to worry about this stuff. Uh, yes. So we, I, I'm entering an age now where my buddy has has daughters that are that are now grown oh, women. Yeah, forget about all it. Right? Yeah. Freshmen in college yeah. and stuff like that, forget and and they're it. posting things that are just like, oh my god, little little Justine, what? This is I don't know what to do. Do you like these pictures? They're posting them. They post the thirst traps. Don't you dare. They like all your don't stuff. Don't you dare. Are you supposed to like their stuff back? No. The, I'll find out. Matt Sapala's <laughs> sister posts something for yeah. clout. You want to give her the clout? See, if, I, the, the, if I double tap on Instagram, am I, am I helping or hurting? How does here's this the, work? Here's the problem, buddy. This is why how I stay away from all this nonsense. I don't follow anybody's wives. I don't follow anybody's <laughs> young daughter. It's not happening. Even if they follow you. Zero. That's I, social I, equity. You I don't give play. a shit. Oof. There's, I, it, like, very rarely will I follow someone's. I don't need the drama. Why'd you double tap on my wife, my girlfriend, my daughter? Like, I don't follow. I, I, I'm I, out. I, I'm in the minority here. I think you double tap. Yeah, you tap. follow everybody's wife. You're double tapping wives. You're double tapping, wives, you're double tapping daughters. You got to show support. If they didn't want people yeah. to see it, they wouldn't post it. If there's, no, if there's a double standard that was allowed to exist to be right in this anyway. subject matter, right? <laughs> Yeah, double tap everybody else except my <laughs> sister. Anyway, what are your thoughts on Santa, black? Back to, back to you know, yeah. maybe Sorry. even maybe I, even a Jewish Santa every once I, in a while. I sprinkle it in. I think it's great. I think we we've had dude, the only thing we've had in our household is a Middle Eastern Santa. <laughs> what the hell do I care? To me, Santa Claus is yeah. from Iran, you know, or a Syrian Armenian. So you just that you only I, have to have I, a certain I, amount of qualifications yeah. to be Santa. You need to be fat and you need to be jolly. <laughs> and, if you're not eating well, yeah, and you don't have yeah. you have a shitty I'm attitude. Saying, but this is a no CNN for you. Is a Nobody C- is not free. This is a CNN story. Okay, to me, to be honest with you, I don't even know why this is a story. This yeah. is not a big deal. Yeah, that's this what is bothers what should me. be. What this bothers is, me yeah. is the fact that they want a they want a parade for it. It's like, okay, you got Black Santa, dope. Yeah. All right, but it's like we took the we went ahead and made Black Santa yeah. first of all. This year. If you want a solid Santa with a lot of facial hair, go to Glendale, California. You're gonna <laughs> find a lot of Armenians that are qualified <laughs> to be Santas. There's guys, Armenian food is not good for you, okay? <laughs> it's oily food. You're going to get fat. And they yeah. got the sickest beards. Tigran clothes. But, but there's one thing about Armenian Santas. They have a temper. So if you get on, you ask for too much, they're going to tell you to get the hell out of here. Okay, I'm not an American Santa. This is Middle Eastern Santa. The standards are slightly different. Anyways, okay, let's continue. Let's go to the Buccaneers. Antonio Brown obtained alleged fake COVID-19 vaccine card from teammates. Page 8. Uh, so he plays for the Bucks. Okay, if you don't know who this guy is, Antonio AB. Brown is a. At one point, I think he was the fastest guy in the NFL. He was a Steeler. On Thursday, yeah. Tampa Bay Times report claimed that Tampa Bay Buccaneers star wide receiver Antonio Brown used a fake COVID nineteen vaccination card to get around certain NFL health and safety protocols without having to receive one of the safe and available coronavirus vaccines. I like the way they yeah, said it. Look at that. One of the safe and available <laughs> coronavirus shots. The NFL and its reviewers, uh, 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 the matter, but the overall situation took a different turn Friday when ESPN's Gina. Lane reported Ruiz says Brown obtained the alleged fake vaccination card from a Buccaneers teammate. He got them from another player who was selling them. Ruiz said that player came over to the house multiple times. He had to get another uh, copy of Brown's girlfriend's vaccine card because they got her birthday wrong on the first one, faking or doctoring 
A COVID-19 vaccination card is a federal criminal offense and also violates the NFL's personal conduct policy, meaning Brown could be fined or suspended if the league proves of this uh, ultimately believes Ruiz's claims. Gerard, thoughts? Listen, you take somebody that's completely and totally healthy and tell them that they can't work unless they inject themselves with something that they don't want to inject mm. themselves, you're going to create a black market. All right, this is this is after this is right on the heels of Aaron Rodgers. All right, where they tried to skewer Aaron Rodgers for for his decision. Why does the elite media? Why does the the let's just call it what it is? Why why when I was in in St. Louis, all right, I posted all about it. If people follow me, I posted all about it on and I went on this whole rant about every place was closed, shut down. All right, place was hit hit hard by COVID, and it was yeah. shut down. And the places that weren't shut down, all right, there was one place called Gramophone. It was like the only place that was open, and in order to get in for me to get dinner, all right, it's a, a, a sandwich and beer shop, I had to show a negative COVID test within the last 72 hours or a Vax card to go inside and eat a sandwich. Yeah. And I'm out there, and the guy, the bouncer, who's sitting outside with a mask on outside, I'm like, bro, I'm going to go inside, and I'm going to have a sandwich. No one's sitting in there. No one's around me. You you need me to prove just this? I was like, what if I have herpes? I'm going to drink out of this glass, and yeah. then I'm, somebody else is going to drink out of the glass that I'm going to drink out of. Should, shouldn't I show a negative <laughs> test from that? The should, old herpes should, excuse. Should, should, every time. Shouldn't, I, shouldn't you guys prove to me? Shouldn't I be able to see that you guys are cleaning things effectively? Does this? So anyway, I get into this whole thing with this guy, obviously, because you know I had to make a scene about it. I'm just sitting here like, wait a minute, man. Every place is closed. Every place is closed. Here's one guy trying to give you business, and you're saying no. No, you, you, you can't come in because you're not obeying us. Yeah. has nothing to do with health. What do you think is going to happen to Antonio Brown? That's what I, what do you think is going to happen to Brown? I, 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 well, you think I, he's going to get suspended and fined? I, no. I, I, well, I think so because the NFL needs to make an example of somebody. There's going to be a fall guy. Just yeah. like there's drug tests. He's an easy guy to do it to, by the way. Uh, yeah. And if you year, think about yeah. it, Antonio Brown's an easy guy. It's yeah. not like it's Mahomes or it's Brady. You can do it to this guy. Yeah. They didn't suspend like, Rodgers, so they, I don't think they can suspend Antonio Brown. Rogers said what? Rogers said he uh, had taken a vaccine, but he was immunized. But he didn't got it, yeah. go so far as the fake passport. Yeah, that's this, the differentiator. Well, just so yeah. you know, guys, I've gotten arrested for having a fake vaccination card. Yes, just so you know yeah. that. So can you Google uh, uh, arrested fake vaccination card? I remember a, a father and a son Asian picture came about like six months ago where these guys got arrested for having a fake vaccination card. Illinois woman arrested over Moderna vaccine card. Yeah. New York man charged with felony for faking vaccine card. Yeah, this is this is not like it's a uh, seven-year in prison. Oh, hang on. Go back to it. Hey, go back to it. Watch this. New York man charged felony. with felony could face Jeez. seven years in prison after being accused of faking a COVID-19 vaccine this, this card. This pisses me off to no end. This yeah. pisses me so off to no what I, end. What I'm, what, I'm, what I'm trying to yeah. say to you is, what I'm trying to say to you yeah. is, your answer is what they should do to him. That's not my question. Mm -hmm. My question is, what do you think the NFL Godell yeah. will be forced to do to yeah. Brown. He's the NFL's got a cave, and again, they got to make a fall guy because they got to set a, they got to set a precedence for the rest of the league, just like they do the drug policy. Mm -hmm. You pop test for a you well, know, banned substance, and that kid, whoever is playing, is, is, is gone for the year. I, I think that's going to happen to AB. He's been in and out of the news teams for a handful of years now. I'm more concerned about his quote unquote teammate who was selling them as a side hustle. <laughs> Yeah, what kind of guy out there is the, on the team? Maybe like, look, guy, you want to fake? It's like, 
Focus on playing, blocking, and tackling. You, you don't think that's so happening could, all over the no, NBA? I have a good friend Yo, of mine that shall remain nameless yeah, yeah, yeah. that has a fake vax card. Yeah. This person had COVID, didn't want to, he's healthy, didn't want to get the vax, travels sometimes internationally, has a fake vax card. And this is not a right winger to say the least. Yeah. He just wants to be able to do his thing. So... You brought up the word black market, and that's exactly what's going on here. Anytime that there's rules and regulations that you don't agree with, you're going to try to skirt the issues. It's just crazy. And it's that's what's going though. on here. It's just crazy as a felony. It just, it, that, that pisses me up well, because you have a felony in your record. You can't get a job or you can't get licensed. Nah, think about this. Yeah. Think about this, okay? Can you sue them? Where's accountability lie right now? Can you sue them if they get yeah. sick? If you get sick, can you sue them? Of course not. You can't. No. And fi- the, the FDA, yeah. who's supposed to be working on our behalf, mm-hmm. just asked a federal court to withhold the 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 FO the FOI the the uh, what yeah. is it um, Freedom of Information Act 55 years 55, we're all going to be dead until we know whether they knew it would make us sick yeah we, we can't Why 55 years man we, all we've been told is trust the science trust the science but mm-hmm. you can't read the science yeah. until 2075 and OSHA has made it also a uh, uh, you know illegal so where's accountability exactly. accountability is shut up and do what you're told Yep. Shut up and do what you're told. By the way, Gerard said that so quickly. Can you pull up that story? Because uh, that's uh, you're coming out with a product that we cannot sue. Here you go. This is the this is the story. That's vaccine, scary. vaccine that's injury tell. attorney FD asked judge to that's grant it until your flag, 2007. Let me yeah. read this, guys. FDA <laughs> asks judge to grant it until your 2076 to release Pfizer vaccine data. Attorney Sri published an update on his case against the FDA, and he wrote, The FDA has asked a federal judge to make the public wait until the year 2076 to disclose all of the data information it relied upon to license Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. This is not a typo. It wants 55 years to produce this information to the public. So let's get this straight. The federal government shields Pfizer from liability, gives it billions of dollars, makes Americans take its product, but won't let you see the data supporting its product safety and efficiency. Why does the government, who does the government work for? So this is a very big problem here to to have something like this setting up for themselves. 2076, that's what, 50, 55 years from now? Insane to be able to do that. So will anything happen to him? Will anything happen to, to Antonio Brown? Brown? Yes. Well, he didn't play last night on Monday Night Football. I don't know if he's injured right now or if he's suspended currently, but he didn't play last night on Monday Night Football. So do, I don't know do, if, do what, you what think, the ramifications Do you are. think the NFL is going to go as far as suspending him from the season? No. Okay. Do you think this is going to be like a one-gamer, two-gamer type yes. of suspension? Okay. What do you think is going to happen to the guy that's slanging him if they can do an investigation? That, that guy's got to have to answer some serious questions. Okay. So you think how the, many other people did he sell them to? Sh- what kind of side hustle so, is he operating? So now, right let here? me let me ask you this question. Let me ask you slippery slope here. What they do if the NFL finds out and this guy comes mm-hmm. out and says I'm selling vaccination cards. Says just so you know, there's 30 other guys that are selling yeah, it on, on the every team. single team. Not oh, on my team. Oh yeah, oh, gotcha. On every it's team, rampant. Someone selling NFL. it because because if a guy selling it on Tampa Bay, who's the poster child of the NFL? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady yeah. He's Tennis the team. captain of that team, which yeah. means you don't think Tom knew this. So Tom knows this. So I think Godel. Well, I, ha- I mean, we can't assume that he Listen, knew this well, was going. No, on. if you've read TV odds, twelve, also, if it's odds, if we're playing the game of odds, yeah. odds are a captain's going to know that this is taking place. If this has taken place, Roger Goodell's probably going to want the story to go away and not make a bigger deal about it because he knows a Brady in the Super Bowl gets more eyeballs than a 
you know, somebody else in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. So uh, d- let's just address the elephant in the room too. If Aaron Rodgers didn't get suspended, and Antonio Brown does, every black person in America, Skip and Shannon, is going to go nuts for an entire. We but just he, he didn't lie about having a vaccine card though. He, he, he it, it's it. Wait, wait. Are we are we talking well, about well, I'm, I'm, nuance I'm, and facts the, mattering the, all of a sudden? Yeah, like, wait, he, was, he, he was perhaps. immunized, yeah, but not vaccinated. Wait a minute. Yeah. I mean, half the half the world still thinks Kyle Rittenhouse killed three black guys. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's, you yeah. know, he's a white supremacist. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, we live in a world where when uh, that 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 poor bastard drove through, not the, that crazy yeah. bastard drove through Wakanda. the town. Yeah, Wakanda. Uh, uh, drove drove through Wisconsin. Half the people were waiting to see whether the driver was white or black to see how to respond to it. This is just the reality of the situation now. It's not right. It disgusts me to the core of my freaking being. I hate everything about this, where we have to view everything through the lens of this black and white. I got to tell you, yesterday, a guy uh, uh, was asking me a question. He says, hey, Pat, can can you go on Twitter, please, my account? And he says, can you tell me what you don't like about capitalism? Tell me what you don't like, because you're so much about capitalism. Can you say something you don't like about capitalism, okay. right? Fair. So that's a fair question. Fair. So I responded back to the guy, and I tweeted, and I actually answered him. Here's what I said. Okay, my answer was keep going down, keep going down, keep going down, keep going down, down, down. There it is. Okay, click on that tweet, because there's a part two and a part three. Click on the top. No, no, not Tyler. we got to teach you what to click on. Right there. That's right there. Okay, good. All right, so. I said, he asked me a question. I'm a big value tainer from India, and I have a question. If there's just one thing you would change about capitalism, what would it be? I said, this is what I would change about capitalism. Number one, eliminate all lobbyists and special interest groups. This is how big companies like Pfizer bully small companies. Capitalism by itself is good until politicians who need campaign money to get reelected get desperate. They're often for sale, right? Number two is create a flat tax that puts everybody in the same camp, et cetera, et cetera. Stay on the first one right there. Stay right there. Okay? Well, that's cronyism. That's not capitalism. Well, n- you're right. It is cronyism. But what Pfizer, is doing, what, what Pfizer is doing today, mm-hmm. Pfizer is getting the FDA Correct. that they've probably sure. bought to say, yep. hey, yep. can you go out there and make sure you delay the number of yeah. losses till 2076? Yeah. Who the hell is going to give a yep. crap about anything yep. to do with COVID? 55 years from let me make my, make my point. Sure. You'll go in 55 years from now. We'll be in COVID so, 75. So then yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, yesterday, some people we'll said. Be smallpox by then. <laughs> yesterday, some people also said, Bezos just gave $100 million to Obama's foundation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So on the back end, folks are saying, well, maybe those issues that, you know, Bezos and Amazon was facing, uh, Obama's going to make a phone call to Biden to get a favor. Yeah. It's, it's things like this where you lose trust sure. because manipulation takes place at yeah. the highest level. You're a dummy if you don't sit there and say 2000. You know what? The, you know, a guy just sent something right now. The answer was a following. Here's what the guy said. I want to give him credit because the answer was a great answer. He says, he says you want to wait till 2076 to uh, release all the data? Guess what? I'm going to wait till 2076 to take the vaccine. Smart. That's what I'm going to do. Sure. By the way, sure. fair. Is, is it reasonable? Fair. Is it reasonable? Yeah, yeah. I think it's reasonable. Fair. Yeah, yep. I think it's reasonable because it's, it's, I want to get more data before I take it. Right. If you're if, if you're a data person, this gives right. more red flags for somebody not to take to support your cause, not to take the vaccine. And you know, back to this, you know, we're, we're looking at the FDA. Is the FDA here to protect the consumer or here to protect the government? And Based on what we're seeing here, that's a government entity. Mm-hmm. Uh, not you know, that's a government entity that's going to not well, protect I, us. I agree with the overall premise. All right, but I just and this might be semantics, and this might be a nonsensical word argument. But what is described there, and that happens all the time, cronyism. That's actually not capitalism. What that is is corporatism. That's where the government picks winners in certain you know functions, right? Where you give Pfizer a 
billion dollar grant. Now a small company yeah, can't come up and but, compete with that. But here's the here's the thing. To though. me, that's closer to, to socialism there's, than it is to capitalism. There's no question. Of course it is. But it is an extension of capitalism because the capitalists are using this uh, that's available to them, this you, usage. They're using this. Do you yeah. think cronyism and corporatism is an inevitable end of capitalism? If the laws are the way they are right now, yes. For example, as much as I love this phone, mm -hmm. as much as I love this phone, if you go a little lower, I said uh, uh, number more three, competition. more competition for business that haven't had for many years. Apple needs more competition. It concerns me that there's not really a second competitor in smartphones in the U.S. right now. Tesla was the best thing that happened to U.S. consumers. They woke up the automobile industry to improve. Bottling needs competition. Coke and Pepsi own 90% of the market. I'll leave it there. The point is... Look at this. This is a concern. Apple. A uh, Apple. Is this Apple? I don't know if this is. Is this iPad or no? Yeah, like Apple. Yeah. Yes, Apple. 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 This is Monopoly. not good. This Monopoly. is not good. So that's, that is a form of what makes capitalism yeah. you know, end up yeah. going in this direction. So yeah, I don't think these guys should be taking money from these guys because the more – why would an FDA say yes? Mm -hmm. Go behind closed doors and how much money. Matter of fact, can you put in Pfizer supporting the FDA? How much money is Pfizer giving to what charity or sure, what nonprofit? Sure. You'll see a linkage here. So this but... is where I get very uncomfortable because the truth is not coming out. The person that's funding the most money is coming out in the back end. Has so, the pendulum swung too far in, in that direction? Uh, this, is, this is not a new thing. This has been going on for quite some time. Look, mm -hmm. the, again, I'm at Harvard. I'm at an OPM program, Owner President Management. This is a three-week program where you go and stay there with other CEOs and entrepreneurs. One guy says, I own majority of the market in Brazil. What the hell do I do? There's this new guy that's coming out that's kicking my ass. The other guy from another Central American country comes out and says, very easy. What governor is running for a campaign <laughs> yeah. for re-election? Give him $500,000 and tell him you'll give him another half a million dollars if he makes it impossible for the other guy to compete with you. Believe me, this is what we do all the time. Ouch. This is in the open discussion Ouch. as yes. if it's like a regular talk. This is yeah. what country? And, and this was Brazil. I don't remember the other guy gotcha. where he was at. But the guy, the guy that's working at the front, the teacher who was like the moderator, is like, well, 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 you can't really do something like that. The guy's like, no, you can't. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> you can do this. Yeah. And it reminds me of uh, Rodney Dangerfield in that, in that old uh, back to school where he goes back to school and he's sitting there and they're learning business and yeah. he keeps scoffing. And they're like, you think you know something about business? He goes, yeah. You didn't even tell you didn't even throw yeah. in any bribes for the Teamsters. They're going to shut the union down the first day unless you grease the pipes. And he does yeah. this whole thing. It's a great scene. But when you talk about when people Triple go. Triple Indy. One the of the classic Lindy. movies of all time. Absolutely. Dangerfield. When people talk about the quote unquote Illuminati and this like crazy cabals and stuff like that. That's what they're talking about. Mm. They're talking about the Bilderbergs and, and, and the, the World Economic Forum where all these incredibly powerful people yeah. and all these incredibly powerful influential positions mm -hmm. get together. And they make these backroom deals like that. Yep. We don't have access to that. We don't have access to to that sort of power. By, by the way, by the way, I don't mind it if it happens in free market. I mind it if you lean on the government. For example, this lady that they're talking about making the treasury for uh, Biden, right? What's what's her name, Tyler? Uh, 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 Omarava. Uh, uh, um, say that again? Omarava. I have a hard time saying her name. Omarava? Omarava, right? Mm -hmm. So a video circulates among uh, what she just recently said. So she's at the court. Ted Cruz is calling her out. Have you guys seen this back and forth or not? Yeah. Have you seen Ted Cruz and her going back and forth or no? Have you seen it? Have you had a chance I to see this or not? Okay. If it's C-SPAN, it's worthy of seeing this. Uh, if it's C-SPAN, it's worthy of seeing this. Take a look at it and see if it's out, uh, out there or not. So this lady flat out says, uh, you said Omarava? Oh, how do you spell it? S-A-U-L-E-O-M-A-U-L-E-O-M-A-R-O-V-A. 
S A U L E. I got sucked in in this video because it says Biden. Can you give me the name Biden again? Biden appointee S- wants to eliminate the Fed. I said, no way. Hey. Let me hear this. Okay, <laughs> good for you, Joe. And it was like, yeah, eliminate the Fed and all private banking. So, Omarova. It's Omarova. like Omarosa. Have you guys? Beat. Have you guys actually seen this or not on uh, C-SPAN? Okay. Omarova. Oh man, I, if it's not on C-SPAN, we obviously cannot watch it because of uh, uh, what happens. Okay, I don't know if it's there or not. Anyways, he calls her out. She used to be, uh, she's born and raised in Russia, full-on communist, okay? And she's coming in and she says, well, yeah, I used to be a communist. She says, you don't stay as a member. You kind of grow out of being a communist. That's her answer. She just kind of nonchalant talks mm. about it. Play the video I just sent you, by the way, Tyler. The Which, one I, uh, By the way, Obama said the same thing in his book. He did. But watch this. Just let's not interrupt. Let her say what she says in an interview. Press play. Here's what she has to say. This would be actually the full transition. In other words, there will be no more private uh, bank deposit accounts, and all of the deposit accounts will be held directly at the Fed. <clears throat> and there are very interesting implications uh, from that thought experiment, for example, with uh, the much more uh, direct and proactive tools of monetary policy, like helicopter money, which is uh, you know, considered radical, primarily because uh, economists really do not know how to manage the issue of what will happen in the inflationary environment when the central bank needs to contract the supply of money. How is it po- politically feasible for the central bank to effectively take money away from uh, people's accounts? Mm-hmm. People's accounts. Mm-hmm. Play the last 10 seconds one more time, folks. I want you to listen to this one more time. This is who may end up getting elected. Well, listen, press play. Yeah. Stop everything you're doing. Contract listen. the supply of money. How is it po- politically feasible for the central bank to effectively take money away from uh, people's accounts? Ouch. People's accounts. That's her words, by naturally. The way. What she's naturally saying. Right? Okay. Rolled out. So you asked the question. Jinx. You said, you know, how these guys get together, the powerful people behind closed doors, and they broker deals, all that stuff. I don't mind that as long as the government's not involved. I have zero problem with that. Because if I can do a better job persuading him to broker the deal with me versus him, I'm good. Because it's force. Be- be- because, because I can screw it up with him well, he'll go with him. Mm-hmm. But if I'm dealing with the government, if I screw it up with him, there is no There's yeah. no second. choice. No. Yeah. So these guys... When they're thinking central bank, the, regu- the, the the audience sees this. Like if you said this to the because the uh, government became a competitor, the co- the yeah. government became a competitor. I mean, you that, don't, that's just communism yeah. with a lot of oh, extra oh, words. Oh, yeah, that's oh, just yeah. communism. Of course that is. So again, the concept goes back to go to DMV, ask for good service, see what they give you. <laughs> What's the alternative? There's not another DMV. There is not another <laughs> yeah, DMV. Yeah. So if we no longer have B of A Chase, I used to bank with B of A. Guess what I did? I went to Wamu. Wamu was crushing it. Mm-hmm. I've been with Wamu and Chase for God knows how many years. Now, if Wamu doesn't take care, you got Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo doesn't. You got this. You got that. So we switched one of our business sure. banks for uh, the company because the new bank was better for us than the other bank. You know how much money they lost in deposits? $100 million of deposits they lost. <laughs> but if I don't have that choice where I can only go to the central bank, you are screwed. Yeah, but PBD, yeah. It's, yeah. it's worse than that even because think about what we just talked about. Yeah. They're regulating a medicine. Now they have access to your funds. Money. Yeah. And they say, unless you get what we want you, unless you yeah. put what we want in your body, we're not going to give you access to your money. Yeah. Well, that's why uh, Biden wanted to expand the uh, IRS uh, enforcement to make sure that anything that you bring in over $600 is monitored. Mm-hmm. So therefore, if you're not paying taxes on it, they can come after you and say, hey, we saw that you have a bunch of deposits at 600 bucks, 700 bucks, 800 bucks. You never filed tax on it because you're a waiter, because you work on tips, because you're a cash money guy. You have a, you have a, you sell a lotes in the corner and you have, you're running a cash bin. You're depositing mm-hmm. over six, 700 bucks a day. Now you have to file 
taxes on it, and they're right. forcing that regulation. But they were never going to raise taxes on, on the middle, on the middle class. class. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. But on and that, they realized the three trillion dollar plan was going to pay. And for that itself. was something that they were proposing. And but yeah. they realized that it was a logistical nightmare. And yep. the banks are like, dude, we're not trying to monitor yeah. every six hundred dollars. And they raised obviously ten thousand dollars is the traditional number for these types of things. But it, it just goes to show that sometimes bad ideas can sort of percolate. And if there's not people being like, whoa, 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 what's happening? What's going on here? Yep. You know, they could somehow sure. get implemented. So yep. someone like this that clearly we're all like, what's this lady's deal? What's this mm -hmm. taking money from people's account? What is this idea going on here? If there's not backlash, there's not people raising their hands, like literally verbally protesting, someone like this can come to It's a great power. point. Like Ghislaine Maxwell trial is going on right now. And nobody even knows. Everybody knows everything that's happening with the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Every second yeah. of everything, you yeah. know. And there was some good theater there. Those two prosecutors were, were all-time morons with, you know, what they tried. Is your account four doors more whores, sir? <laughs> yeah, I'm a teenager. What's what of it, bro? I'm a teenager with a social media account. Like, it was a, it was a remarkably bad job that they did. But Ghislaine Maxwell... If everybody knows who Ghislaine Maxwell yeah. is, she was the Jeffrey number two Epstein. to Jeffrey Epstein. The number two. The number two. <laughs> you know, she she was the gopher man, and we all we all yeah. remember what Jeffrey Epstein had his sure. hands in, yeah. and all of those people that he was intertwined with. Up. Yeah. Is that on the news at all? Zero. Where's the I coverage have of that? Not even heard about that. So I haven't heard about it. What what type of social engineering is going on? What type of manipulation is going on? That we don't know that they're trying to centralize our money underneath them. They're trying to control our medicine. They're trying to control our information. Pat just read a, an article before where they slipped in propaganda in an article, you know, which is safe and it's safe and available, guys. Like, okay, thanks, buddy. At what <laughs> point are we like gonna as people stand up and like be like, all right, enough's enough. So yeah. I had I had an FBI agent this last week. Uh, I don't know what his name was. Was he FBI or was he uh, Jim Clemente? Jim Clemente. Really enjoyed the interview. Thanks, Phenomenal teacher of what they do. He was an FBI agent for twenty something years. His brother is an FBI agent as well. So both are FBI agents. And then uh, his other brother Peter does something else. He's private equity, and they started a company together, and they're doing good. So here's what I did. I uh, played a clip of uh, uh, Rand Paul. And Fauci, because what this guy does for a living is he sees what's the word he used? He his job deception. So his oh, job really? is to see deception. Okay, is an FBI agent like if somebody's lying? Yeah. As somebody's yeah. lying, yeah. I say deception. So I said, you know, I, I want I want to do uh, let's profile somebody if it's okay with you. Let's profile somebody, and we play this clip. Now know that he is in complete not a fan of former administration. Okay. So I wanted of him Trump's to, uh, uh, zero, okay. like zero. Okay, okay. Yeah, zero. So he is a supportive of the current administration more than the prior administration. Interesting. And I said, yeah. I want to kind of profile and kind of get your feeling on this. And tell me if you believe Fauci's telling the truth or where he stands with this. Can you play this clip? Just play the clip. Let's watch for first four minutes of it. And maybe if you know how to do the speed, do me a favor. Click on that. Do you know what that? Uh, okay. And can you guys do 1.5? Go to 1.5, not 2.0, 1.5 because they all talk slow. <laughs> so press play and let let Rand make his argument first, and then when it comes to Tony's answer, slow it down to 1.0 to really get the feeling this of is how from he three weeks Have ago? you guys seen this or yeah. not? No, this is from yeah. three weeks ago? You've not yeah. seen I've, this. this is, no, I have not okay. seen it. Okay, no. open it up because you're about yeah. to be blown away. Yeah. These uh, two uh, deserve their yeah. own reality show. Yeah. Okay, he, he, he click on this and just listen. I don't expect you today to admit that you approved of NIH funding for gain-of-function research in Wuhan, but your repeated denials have worn thin, and a majority of Americans, frankly, don't believe you. Even the NIH now admits that EcoHealth Alliance did perform experiments in Wuhan that created viruses not found in, found in nature, 
that actually did gain in lethality. The facts are clear. The NIH did fund gain-of-function research in Wuhan, despite your protestations. You can deny it all you want, but even the Chinese authors of the paper, in their paper, admit that viruses not found in nature were created, and yes, they gained in infectivity. Your persistent denials, though, are not simply a stain on your reputation, but are a clear and present danger to the country and to the world. The world. As Professor Kevin Esfeldt of MIT has written, gain-of-function research looks like a gamble that civilization can't afford to risk. And yet here we are again, with you steadfast in your denials. Why does it matter? Because gain-of-function research with laboratory-created viruses not found in nature could cause a pandemic even worse the next time. We're suffering today from one that has a mortality of approximately 1%. They're experimenting with viruses that have mortalities of between 15 and 50%. Yes, our civilization could be at risk from one of these viruses. Experiments that combine unknown viruses with known pandemic-causing viruses are incredibly risky. Experiments that combine unknown viruses with coronaviruses that have as much as 50% mortality could endanger civilization as we know it. And here you sit, unwilling to accept any responsibility for the current pandemic and unwilling to take any steps to prevent gain-of-function research from possibly unleashing an even more deadly virus. You mislead the public by saying that the published viruses could not be COVID. Well, exactly no one is alleging that. No one is alleging that the published viruses by the Chinese are COVID. What we are saying is that this was risky type of research, gain-of-function research. It was risky to share this with the, Ch with the Chinese and that COVID may have been created from a it's not yet revealed virus. So we don't anticipate the Chinese are going to reveal the virus if it came from their lab. You know that, but you continue to mislead. You continue to support NIH money going to Wuhan. You continue to say you trust the Chinese scientist. You appear to have learned nothing from this pandemic. Will you today finally take some responsibility okay. for funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan? Pause it, pause it, pause it first. Pause it first, now go to speed, and I just watch body language. And listen, if you're telling the truth, you're going to sure. know. You don't have to yeah. go press play. You got with two masks in the background. Yeah, he's a masked up. Extremely man. safe. Senator, with all due respect, I disagree with so many of the things that you've said. Gain, first of all, gain of function breathing. is a very nebulous term. We have spent, not us, but outside bodies, a considerable amount of effort to give a more precise definition to His the type shaken. of research that is of concern that might lead to a dangerous situation. You, think you are coached? aware of that. That is called <laughs> P3CO. We're aware that you here. deleted gain of function yeah. from the NIH well, website. Well, I can get back to that in <laughs> a moment if we have time. But let's get back to the operating framework and guide rails of which we operate under. Bad actor and you have the ignored them. The guidelines are very, very clear that you have to be dealing with a pathogen that clearly is shown and very likely to be highly transmissible in an uncontrollable way in humans and to have a high degree of morbidity and mortality, and that you do experiments to enhance that, hence the word E-P-P-P, enhanced pathogens of potemic, potential So when EcoHealth Alliance took the virus, no. well, SHC014 and combined it with WIV1 and caused a recombinant virus that doesn't exist in nature, and it made mice sicker, mice that had humanized cells, you're saying that that's not gain-of-function research? According to the framework and guidelines. So what you're doing P3. is defining away gain-of-function. No. You're simply saying it doesn't exist because you changed the definition that's on bad. the NIH website. This is terrible, and you're, you're completely you, trying the, to that, escape right. the idea that we should do something about trying to prevent a pandemic from He's leaking He's a doctor from a lab. for people that yeah. don't know, There's, by the way. Right. The preponderance right. of evidence now points towards this coming from the lab. And what you've done is changed the definition right. on your website to try to cover your ass, basically. 
That's what you've done. You've changed the website to try to have a new definition that doesn't include the risky research that's going on. Until you admit that it's risky, we're not going to get anywhere. You have to admit that this research was risky. The NIH has now rebuked them. Your own agency has rebuked them. But that's, the thing is, is you're still unwilling to admit that they gained in function when they say they became sicker. They gained in lethality. It's a new virus. That's not gain of function. Watch what happens. According to the definition that is currently <laughs> operable, you know, Senator, the new let's one. make it clear the for one. the people Not who the are listening. One. The current definition Watch his hands. was done over a two to three year period yeah. by outside bodies, including the NSABB, Speed it up to 1.5. Keep two it going. conferences by the National Academy of Science, Engineering, and Medicine on December 2014, March 2016. We commissioned external risk-benefit assessment, and then on January of 2017, the Office of Science and Technology Policy of the White House issued the current policy. And coincidentally, I, I have coincidentally not the definition any appeared definition. on the same day the NIH said that, yes, there was a gain of function in Wuhan, the same day the definition appeared, the new oh, definition, trying to define away what's going on in Wuhan. Until you accept it, until you expect, accept responsibility, we're not going to get anywhere right. close to trying to prevent another lab leak of this dangerous sort of experiment. You won't admit well, that it's dangerous, and for that lack of judgment, I think it's time that you resign. Th thank you, Senator Pollan. I would like um, to give the time to Dr. Watch what yeah, happens well, here. There were so many things that are egregious misrepresentation here, uh, Madam Chair, that I, I don't think I'd be able to refute all of them, but just a couple of them for the listens to hear for. You have said that I'm unwilling to take any responsibility for the current pandemic. I have no responsibility for the current pandemic. The current pandemic, okay? Number two, you said the overwhelming amount of evidence indicates that's a lab leak. I believe most card-carrying viral phy phylogenists and molecular virologists would disagree with you that is much more likely, even though we leave open all possibilities, it's much more likely that this was a natural occurrence. Third, you say we We've can tested 80,000 animals and no Senator animals have been Paul, found with COVID. Senator Paul, the time is first. And third, you made a statement just a moment ago that's completely incorrect, where you say we continue to support research at the Wuhan Institute yeah. of Virology. You proved it in August of last year. No, no, your statement says, quote, I wrote it down as you were writing. You continue to support research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. You were in committee a month ago, which said you still trust the Chinese scientists and you still support the research over there. You said it a month ago Senator in committee. Senator Paul, I have allowed Dr. Fauci to respond. You've had your time. I'm going to give him He's going to be dishonest. Minute. He ought to be challenged. Senator Paul, we will allow Dr. Fauci to respond after you've given accusations like that. Dr. Fauci. Well, I don't have any more to say except to say that, as usual, and I, I have a great deal of respect for this body of the Senate, and it makes me very uncomfortable to have to say something, but he is egregiously incorrect in what he says. Thank you. History will figure that out on its own. Bam! We'll turn to Senator Hassan. Thank you. Okay, so now here's the question. Mm -hmm. Who do you Get believe? Get this extremely high. Turn off What's that? that? Oh. Going to close that, buddy? Just go. You okay, think that thing can lift my fat ass I, I, out I, 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 want, I want one of those. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, so, but, 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 li but listening to what just happened right there, do you believe Fauci for what he said? Do you believe him? It's hard for me, man, because I hate that man with every fiber in my being. So why, I'm why though? Why, why is that though? Why? Because I think he's. I think that there is so much evidence to show that he has lied in so many different ways at so many different varying stages. That once you lie in a situation like this, and I and and there's too many people out there that that brush it off and say, well, politicians lie. One, he's not a politician. He's not supposed to be anyway. He is, but he's not supposed to be. And two, in a situation like this, if you lie to cover your ass once, I can never trust you again. You're just going to cover your ass, cover your ass, cover your ass. And if your job is more important to you than your, your neighbors, your countrymen, if you've been willing to watch what's happened to your country for the last 20 months just to save your own ass— Come on, man. I got nothing for you, bro. And that's, that's not even getting into the more conspiratorial you, you, stuff with the beagles and everything like that. You know, you know what's very weird to me 
how the hell have we not started an investigation on China? How are we not sure. like, going after? Yeah. Why is it so uncomfortable to say you know the answer there to that could question. possibly be? No, so, yeah. so where I'm going with that is, if we're uncomfortable with that, then there's something that's being hidden. Well, if if we are so protective of not wanting to go after somebody that cannot stand what we stand for, the China cannot stand what we stand for. And after all the tariffs, then all of a sudden sure. we have a pandemic to get rid of a guy you can't stand because he figured out a way how to make your life a living hell through the tariffs. Yep. And we can't investigate that. Even this is what John Stewart asked on Stephen Colbert. If we can't investigate it, that that's a little bit too uh, uh, uncomfortable what, for me. What did the FBI agent say about that conversation? The FBI, FBI agent said uh, his answer was, David, remind me what he said. He said, I... I don't have enough information to make yeah. uh, statements. I don't know uh, everything about this. I said, you know what? Since you run a podcast, I'd love to see you take mm-hmm. an extensive because there's billions of people worldwide that would want to know mm. if you believe the situation or not because that's your expertise. So he mm-hmm. said, well, maybe we're going to do it on the podcast. So we'll see if they're going to do it or not. Well, would you agree these types of conversations should be c- consistent and into perpetuity until some sort of... Tr- like I wish there was some sort of fact-checking that was going on there because I didn't see a lot of quivering or deflecting from Fauci. I'm not a huge Fauci fan, but I'm not like Gerard. I don't hate Fauci. I think he's put in a difficult situation. Has he lied? Has he... I don't know. I'm not going to be like, this is the way it is. I don't know. Okay? I do appreciate the fact that Rand Paul is grilling him and holding him to account. Uh, Look, I don't also... He's 80 freaking years old. He doesn't need this job. He's he's the most highest paid person in the government. Why is he still doing it? That's okay. That's a that's a very good question. I don't know. I don't have that answer. I don't Look, pretend he's either to know. Lying or he's bad at his job. Yeah. So, so it's one of two really bad options. You're either really bad at what you're doing or you're lying. I, the, the answer is I don't know. We. Th- I, that's why I appreciate what what Rand Paul is doing. As it annoying it is for Fauci, he's holding him to account. Is and there, that's what, is there what's anybody needed. in this room or watching right now? Anybody? Serious question that thinks that we've been told the truth as they know it the whole time. Of course not. I, no, I don't. I, but also something that we. But if they lie to you this, once, we Adam, haven't why, had. A pen- why do you think they would stop lying all of a sudden? Well, then why believe any politician ever, or any Great CEO, or any question. spokesperson of <laughs> any Great company? Great question. Exactly. So Great it's question. like everyone's lying. Every everyone lies every single day, whether it's a white lie or a, a full-on bold lie. It's but these, weed, these it's, lies don't shut down. Most lies don't shut down the world, I, though. I will say one thing. When this thing happened, did you think they actually knew what was going to occur? D- meaning, when Fauci got the news of this, or any of these people, it would use a mask. Don't use a mask. It's not coming from Wuhan. It is coming from Wuhan. Came from a bat. It's not from a bat. I think it's they a, knew immediately. It didn't come from a damn bat. I think that that was nonsensical yeah. from the jump. Was it though? Yes. Like a guy that's... ate a bat, and then the world got sick. Was a nonsense. I mean, that was a nonsensical thing from the beginning. I mean, it was just insane. Oh, by the way, the bat just happens to be, uh, you know, well, he's two and a half miles he's still from the sticking largest. to his guns right now. Well, of I course, mean, because what? What's the? What's who, who? did you ask? You asked that. We were in an interview once. You asked the guy, how come? How come they don't break rank? How come they don't? Because because no one's pressing them. They no one's pressing them. How, how did you get the mafia guys to turn? You threatened them with a hundred years. Mm-hmm. You you pressed them. Flip, I, on, flip you, on his buddies. You, what I don't get is is that we are what one third of the population of China, one third of the population of India, but yet we lead the world in COVID nineteen infections. 
Because we're fat and unhealthy. <laughs> also, because yeah. we're accurately reporting, where I don't think these other countries that, are. Yeah, that's that's another thing too as well. So I, yeah, it, it's uh, there's a profit incentive to be COVID positive. Don't forget that. Correct. You could have had the yep. flu. You could have all these things. It was eighteen thousand dollars if you were back, COVID. Back and, to following the money. Yes. Back back why people are lying. You follow the money trail. The other aspect too is if we do keep digging up on China, I think it starts another war. I mean, this is a, some form of war right here. It's a biological war. Then there's like an economic war, and then then they're sending a supersonic missile that nobody ever caught on radar, they could trigger so many different events if we're boldly pointing the finger at China. It can drastically affect America. I mean, look at right now. Everybody's being affected by the supply chain and things coming from China over to America. I did, I did, a, I did a show where uh, I just randomly pulled things from my kids' uh, uh, toys, uh, Pokemon cards, you know, Star Wars, lightsabers. It, the whole thing I had, I brought it to the office, 10 of the things all made in China. Mm -hmm. That's the scary part. Matt? I'm at the point, who cares? We're the United freaking States of America. China needs us. We don't need them. Sure. They want to play these games. USA, baby. We yeah. retract. Yeah. We retract access to our market. They want to do what they want to do. God bless. Xi Jinping, for years, has had no problem agitating and escalating with us. And all of a sudden, we the Western world is yeah. supposed to be like, well, God, well, God, well, God forbid we Bought upset the China. Whoa, what happened? <laughs> To hell with them. Yeah. To hell with them. Circle the wagons. Get our industries going. Get our people working for our people. Bring pharmaceuticals back here. Bring manufacturing back. Back here. Okay. All right? And enough. They want to play their games, and we're just supposed to be like, oh, God, what happened? Oh, they're, they're very, very strong. They're very powerful. Who, who are we? Yeah. We forgot who we are in yeah. this country, man. So bring the manufacturing from China into, let's say, Mexico. India. Pat loves India. I'm sure India would love a couple trillion dollars. I think the Philippines would love some of those jobs too. As well. Come on, all of which we're, we're supposed we're supposed to be afraid. Yeah, get out of here. They want the smoke. Back to back World War champs, buddy. Come yeah, I, I well, you lost me at the last sentence. Yeah, I, I agreed with you until then. When you start talking like <laughs> you run, never, have you run even had back, a callus on your run, hand? Run I, back. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not looking for you to to, to be, yeah. to be well, the, when, the guard when, on the when, wall, when, buddy. When, you, when you're rooting for a world war, that's no, where you're. No, I'm not me. rooting for a world okay, war. I'm what I'm saying, saying is, if that they want it, we're not backing down. Enough right, retreating. Well, that type of rhetoric is is. It, listen, we do not want another cold war with China. We've had that with Russia. I don't think that works out with anybody. Uh, we do need to have dialogue with You don't this think country. the Cold War worked out for the United States of America? Yeah. Well, other than the fact that we almost got nuked, I think it did didn't work out. Did we get nuked? No, but that's the whole point of uh, so us li having So live in fear of an aggressor. I'm not saying that we should live they're in the fear. They're the aggressor right now. They're not, they're not retracting. Xi Jinping's not saying, well, God forbid, we don't want a war. Let's all live to... No, he's not. He's like, our time's now. To hell with them. And now we're just supposed to be like, well, it's their time. It's their time. God forbid we do anything. That's some never cha Neville Chamberlain shit. When a bully gets empowered, he doesn't all of a sudden become enlightened and go, you know what? Nah, let's let's back more and more and more. That's. Have you ever seen any of these uh, Chinese uh, combat movies uh, on Netflix? Have you ever stumbled across some of those? The movies? new Chinese Rambo. Uh, talking yeah, about? yeah, yeah, yeah. Lam was talking they're like, about. They're like, like they're like promoting their military a lot. You know how strong their military is and their naval forces and their special forces. It's interesting they've been doing that lately. I don't know, man. You guys were in the well, military. You know, stack up in the United States Marine, baby. Come get some. Uh, look, do I want war? Of course I don't want war. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm, I'm sick of us let, let me let me, let me put it to you this way. Here's, here's a, a, you and I had a conversation together about uh, uh, mafia states. And I said, I want to know 
where the issue was. And you said, well, everything, the buck stops, you know, with me, et cetera, et cetera. Well, we want to know, and we found out a lot, right, mm-hmm. in the last four weeks. Okay. Now, if we find out what happened, then what can we do? The next time around, we make adjustments. That's all I care about, right? It's we find out what took place, so the next time we're going through this, we make better decisions and better choices, knowing who does better under pressure, who's more for I'm going to come through and deliver on my promises. I, I, I want to know what the hell happened with COVID. Because the last here's here's what we still don't know. These guys are talking about till 2076. We can't investigate what happened with the uh, uh, Pfizer. Yep. Okay, we're not going to know what happened with kids. We, you and I have kids. Yep. We're not going to know what happened with kids for 20 or 30 years. You're not going to know that. Mm-hmm. We have no clue what's going to happen. So what? Those kids got to go do what they got to do because somebody wanted to play the game that they played. Yeah, it doesn't sit well with me. So now here's the part. We're not pansies. We're not softies. We're not like helpless to say, oh, my gosh, this is not fair. No, all I'm saying is I want to know what the hell happened. That's all I care about. If they were involved in this, Fauci has got to want to know as much as anybody else wants to know rather than them saying, no, it wasn't China. Now, how do you know it wasn't China? Mm-hmm. How, how do you know it's not China? That's the problem. So if, if he says, well, it's David. No, 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 no. It's not David. Let's not investigate David. David didn't do it. David's not the one with the onion. How do you know? No, it's, it's not David. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a little weird there that you're so protective of David. But you're okay if I go to Tyler and matter. Yeah, yeah, investigate. But no, 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 no. David didn't do it. <laughs> How are you so certain? Yeah. So that is a very, very weird situation for me. I'm not saying it is or it's not, but it's very weird where you're all of a sudden that's mm-hmm. protective. Do they know something about you that the rest of the world doesn't know? Is there something that if we would have found out about you that you're going to flip out? I don't know. Is there a reason why all these interviews that was done with a Judy Mikovits got canceled? Is there a reason why so many people want to hide anything that's written about you? Is there a reason why Robert F. Kennedy, the top environmental attorney in America, that is RFK's son, writes a book about you that just came out as a top 10 book on Amazon? Why are so many people wanting to find out more about you? Why don't people trust you? What, what, mm-hmm. what caused people to not trust you? What's going on here? What, what is, that, that's where I want to know. Uh, certain jobs you shouldn't take without knowing the heat that comes with it. Just don't take it. Don't say, I want to be a C-suite. Oh, really? So you are now a C-suite. But you're shitting bricks about being a C-suite. Then don't freaking be a C-suite. Go be a manager. Don't be a C-suite. I want to be a salesperson. Oh, really? You're a salesperson, but every month you're asking for an advance against your commission because you're broke because you can't sell. Go back and be an employee. You want to be this person that's going to be on it for the entire time during a time like this? All the pressure is on you. So I just want to get to the bottom and see what happened. And whoever that screwed it up, you got to be held accountable. Whoever did the right thing, we got to turn them into a hero. History books has to mm-hmm. turn the people that did the right thing into a hero. And if it's him, let's do it. Mm-hmm. If we find out everything and he is truly right, I want this guy to have the most ridiculous retirement celebration, people showing up mm-hmm. because he did the right thing. But if he's not, mm-hmm. and you were dividing America mm-hmm. and hurting us, you got to go to jail, and, buddy. And 100%. You, you, you got to go pay the price who, for it. So. Who is the organization that should be investigating China? And, and to your point, why don't we hear about that more often? Like, is there... Who, who is the organ? It's not the WHO. Is it the United States? Is it the World Health Organization? Who is it that should, in fact, be investigating well, it's, China it's in this? Combination of the and why isn't it in the head, you know, state. front page news every single day? The National Security Advisor should be in on the it. CIA. The Secretary of Defense should be on it. Yeah. But, a, like, is there, a, is there a centralized power that should be doing this? Is the well, world involved? The is the G, United G, States uh, thing? Uh, there's, uh, there's quite a few organizations that could do this, but 
there's also a reason why maybe they're not doing this. First of all, if they did decide to do this, you don't think behind closed doors they're sitting there saying, hey, uh, $2,000 containers for $25,000? We're going to have a fine Christmas in China. You guys are not going to have a good Christmas because we're making the gifts here and the toys here, and all we have to do is drive it over. You guys need a ship. We don't need a ship. We're fine. You want to do anything to us? Go right ahead. The world has empowered them so much yep. that they have so much leverage that everybody's walking on eggshells making sure they don't screw up because they own manufacturing, they own the chips, they own everything. So many pharmaceuticals, Pfizer, 80%. You can't go on, but percentage of ACs they make. There are so many different things they have control over. This is the world's fault. This is, this is America's fault on the policies of how they negotiated with China when they were a small little, not a, not a population-wise, but they were not a superpower to not being who they are, and it's being ran by a guy like him who can't stand America, who can't stand rich people, who it has to be all about him. Yeah, uh, the world paid a price for it. America led the way because America is the leader of the free world. You made them stronger. Now you're going to pay a price for it. There's a lot of people who made themselves very, very rich in those deals, and they enriched themselves by selling out their country. Listen, say say you got five salespeople in your organization. One guy is an absolute um, dirtbag, okay, does shady business, steals all this stuff. If you keep making him the hero over and over and over and over and over again, a year, two years, three years, five years from now, your company goes on because of him, it's not his fault. It's your fault. Mm -hmm. It's your lack of paranoia where you empower the wrong person. You're paying a price, price for it. You shouldn't have been naive. America became naive. And they empowered a communistic region. What are you doing empowering that country? You could have gone to India. You could have gone to so many different places to empower. Why are you empowering somebody whose philosophies are completely opposing of our philosophies? I don't understand this. If you're going to empower somebody, we should at least have similar values and principles. We don't have to have the same religion. You, you can be a Buddhist. You can be a seven-day. You can be a Catholic. You can be a Muslim. You can, but if we both have similar values and principles that we follow by, we ought to do business together. Do you realize how completely opposite communism and capitalism is? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sweatshops they got over yep. there. People yep. are working for two, three cents at that time or half a dollar, mm-hmm. 50 cents an hour. They're, dis- they're working like they're destroying these people. But no, let's keep producing business over there because it's right. cheaper. Yeah, that was so, our friend Enos Cantor basically called that out to. Uh, yeah, and and by the way, he's got a good point, and you know LeBron wasn't too happy about it. He was asked about it. Matter of fact, let's get right into that story. Enos Cantor rips disgusting LeBron's uh, uh, James over Nike connection. This is a Washington Examiner story. He continued his war against Nike on Thursday, saying sparring no words while ripping into LeBron James Cantor, who has previously accused Nike of telling a total lie about China's alleged use of slave labor to produce its products. Aimed this round at Nike's biggest star, money over morals for the king. The Celtics uh, center tweeted, sad and disgusting how these athletes pretend they care about social justice. They really do shut up and dribble when Big Boss says, so do you educate yourself? Did you educate yourself about the slave labor and made your shoes? Uh, or is that not part of your research? James refused to offer his own thoughts about China's political policies, instead claiming he had to conduct more research. So, I mean, they're going back and forth here. Ennis Cantor's not going to slow down. But LeBron, what he said in the interview, he says, hey, he walked through the hallway. He could have stopped and talked to me, but he didn't do anything. He's trying to make his name yeah, off like me. He's trying to say, like, he's trying to make his name off me. So, hey, you had the opportunity to face me, and you didn't. Which, by the way, I agree with LeBron. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go yeah. deal with them directly if you did walk into the hallway with them? Now, if LeBron's lying, which I don't think he is, he's trying to build himself up. Ennis is going to come back and say, I never walked past this guy. Okay? Mm-hmm. But if Ennis now comes out and says, hey, I'm willing to do a live with you, let's talk about it. If Ennis says, let's have a meeting and talk about this. Yeah. 
now if he wants to kind of come back at it. But, yeah, I mean, he's right because uh, look what happened. LeBron t- tweeted about Kyle Rittenhouse just a couple weeks ago, and he got destroyed for it last sure. week or a week and a half ago. Sure. But a guy comes in and drives through a community in Wisconsin, kills five people, uh, hospitalizes 40 people. Where is a story about that? What's worse of a story? It's a horrible well, story. I, horrible story. Kids, this is like, what are you Ugh. doing? Well, you, 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 yeah. you, you, have you watched the video of yet? Of course. Yeah, did, just... did you see the car plummeting or like going yeah. over bodies and yeah. it's bumping up and down? I'm surprised the kids even got up because some of them got up. Like He, he, he just was, got ran oh, over. And he was out on, on uh, bail. 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 Thousand dollar bail. Yeah. For, he, was, he was running from a domestic dispute. He had tried time. to run his yeah. wife over earlier in the morning. Like his pregnant or his pregnant girlfriend, he tried to run her over with his car earlier well, that we're, day. We're, we're kind of all over the place on the story, but... Uh, you know how we talked about athletes have to invent them, uh, reinvent themselves, have to have a second act. Clearly, Ines Cantor is positioning himself for something bigger than basketball when his career is said and done. Now he's sort of more of a backup. He's the backup center on the Celtics now. He's been on five teams in as many years. This is not new, though. I don't think no, so. No, exactly. He, he, he went after Erdogan. He went after Erdogan. It started with he's Erdogan. Not afraid of, if exactly. you're not afraid of Erdogan, you're not afraid of LeBron James. And he can't go back to Turkey. They revoked his visa or yeah. his passport. He can't go back there. He's been he's been talking about free Tibet. He's obviously calling out the Uyghurs that are going on in China. Yeah. This is something that he's doing consistently. And he looks at LeBron, and he's got – on the court and off the court beef with LeBron. They've had some issues. Um, but the NBA needs someone like um, Ines Cantor to sort of be the thorn in people's side. LeBron's to, getting to a little too comfortable. You have to. I mean, LeBron's had a rough week. They came back after being out for a month. Injury. Now this insult. He got... He got suspended. You know how much he got suspended for? You know how much money he's losing for that from, one from game? Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, Isaiah Stewart. He's losing. Um, what does it say here? Probably five hundred grand or something. Yeah, like three hundred grand for uh, okay. for the one game. Yeah. The other guy who has never even heard his name before is losing uh, forty five grand out two games. Um, LeBron's had a rough week, but yeah, I hope he can recover. Yeah, I think he's gonna be. <laughs> I think he's gonna be all right. For face of the league to be that way. Uh, it's, well, this it's is the not, thing, right? Like, do you expect league. anything well, different? Well, here's, but uh, I do actually look, look a little bit deeper than than you know who S- Skip Bale. Now, Shannon Shannon Sharp says on on Skip and Shannon that LeBron can't ever come out and say he's friends with Louis Farrakhan. All right, he he's reading Malcolm X. He's reading not that this is bad. This is good stuff to read. But he he uses Nation of Islam language when he talks. He talks about I stand up for my people. The there's a there's this weird LA vibe where there's this this nouveau kind of um, like nationalism that's coming out where this type of rhetoric becomes incredibly incredibly familiar to people that that have heard this before. I think, and this is just pure speculation, but this is a podcast and I can speculate. I think that there are some influences that are that are pretty extreme that have found their way into LeBron's life. I think that there's a lot of influences, especially within the, the wealthy black community right now, that are Nation of Islam slash Marxist in nature. And it, it's becoming this 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 um, cultural epicenter where they've got these like rich, attractive, charismatic cultural icons within the black community specifically. And that's where there's going to trickle down. They're going to divulge the, the Marxist and the nationalist rhetoric. And it's you're hearing it more and more, and if you know what you're listening for, it's pretty obvious. So I, I don't know. I think for someone like Ennis Cantor, here's some something like that. He's a pretty well-read guy, and he's like, this this is this is bullshit. This guy's full of it. This this guy's spewing nonsense, and he wants to take him to the task about it. Well, as I always tell you, Gerard, there's you got you got globalists, 
<laughs> and you got you got nationalists, federalists, federalists yeah. over here, and uh, you got to pick a side. Good job. Okay, hey Kai, you want to come and tell us what the merch drop you want to do here? Oh, tell us what this merch Who's drop this is. This guy, the brand new merch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what's the merch we got? Let's go, Adam. I am so curious to know how many this is going to well, sell. This guy's wearing the shirt. <laughs> this guy's wearing the shirt. I want my autograph. You got to get the autograph. I'm going to get my autograph, bro. That's insanity. <laughs> Let's go, Adam. At least your name made it Thank on the you shirt. You know, Thank this you is it's pretty good, bro. Yeah, maybe they'll make some songs about you. Let's right. go, Adam. Let's go, Adam. <laughs> Say that again. You got what? Here, tell us. Adam wanted merch, so we made him some merch. Okay. So now, now he can be represented in the store. So tell us about, tell us about what you got here. Uh, today only, we have 20% off flat off the store, the whole store, for an early Black Friday offer. So uh, so people can go ahead to VT Merch, and they'll also find the uh, Let's Go Adam shirts where they can support nice. it. We have new hats, and we have a bunch of other stuff, some mugs and, and some stuff up there. So they can go to VTMerch.com. Okay, so you're doing what? You're also doing if you spend over 50, you over, get... Over, over uh, 50, they get free shipping. And then uh, if they spend over 40, they get the 20%. Tell us about these hats as well. These hats are imperial hats. Uh, they're more of a breathable, flex kind of uh, material where they can definitely be more durable for any sporting events or if you're outside, kind of an Got active it. fit on that. Episode. Okay. All good. And for those of you guys that love Adam and you want to buy that shirt, there's only 100 of them. So first 100 Let's that order, <laughs> put the link below, you'll get it. But after 100, it sells out. So Thank anyways, hey, uh, we will let you know. I think, are we scheduled for Thursday? We don't know yet, but we will let you know if we'll do a podcast on Thursday or not. We may do an emergency podcast in the next uh, uh, I don't know, maybe next, uh, it could be tomorrow, it could be the next day, stay tuned. We'll text when we do an emergency podcast. It's going to be pretty big announcements about Mafia States if we're ready. If we're not, we it won't do it. looks incredible, by the way. I don't want to get anybody scared. Woo! It's going to be insane. Well, Sammy did guarantee that it would be out by the end of the year. He did, so <laughs> we, we got to now see whether we're going to do that or not. Anyways, hey, if we don't do this, happy Thanksgiving to you. If we do, we'll see you next couple days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye. Happy Thanksgiving.